Thanks. Hey, Ma, is your booty hole brown? You should just do the slate, like, re slate it. Let's get a fresh start. <laughs> like a new slate? Yeah. Start over. <laughs> a let's new start slate? Like, yeah, let's, let's <laughs> read it. So, Eden wants to know if my booty hole is brown. That's not how I said Are we, it. This, that was really the start? Yeah, why can't Can we, we definitely, like... Let's go back to the old way. Because <laughs> yeah, we're not starting out with yeah, you yeah, asking yeah, if more. Now, come on. Restart. Reset. Hey. Wait. Reset. Take two. Hey, Maul, is your booty hole brown? All right. No worry, I'm All my life. They be trying to keep me down. All this time. Never thought I'd make it out. No, no. Welcome to a new episode of New Rory Mall Podcast. Oh, uh, this gang is in here horny as usual today. How does that make me horny? I mean, you asking a man if his booty is brown? That makes me weird, not horny. Yeah, might be horny, horny and you could be weird and, and weird. horny. Both two things can be true. And who's horny on a Monday? You've never been horny on a Monday? This early in the day? It's not that I could see like day. on the wake up, maybe, but this is definitely Monday. 2:14. Early afternoon hours are not horny hours. That you may have a problem hours. You never Why are you horny at work? Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so question. Is it, do you have to get a girl that you're dating, if she has a kid, do you have to get her something for Mother's Day? Yes. Yes. What? It's Wait. a package deal. You have to raise the kid too and pay for its college. Doesn't it depend on how long you guys have been dating. And mentor the kid and like <laughs> help him on his left hand. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. take him to the park. And respect her hanging out with the father. Well, first of all, happy, uh, happy Mother's Day and, uh, to all the, the mothers in the world, Ooh. all the good mothers, Ooh. all you other ones that just drop your kid off to the grandmother. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Sometimes wow. it's um, a good mother. But no, let's focus not. on the good mothers, because I hate when on Father's Day when people talk about shitty fathers or Love talk about great mothers. mothers. Love moms. Let's, just, let's uh, celebrate great mothers. There's nothing, there's nothing like a great mom. Yeah. Great mothers are, you know, just God's angels, God's workers. God's that angels. is true. Shout out Caitlyn Jenner. You, 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 and, I, and I can't ask if your booty holds, bro. Yeah, so shout out to all the great. It's just off to an insane start. Uh, and by the way, that that Caitlyn Jenner is an awful parent. Like completely ran away from the first family as a father, then didn't. Mu- you had an opportunity to be a father and then a mother, and you blew the second option too. Yeah, and she yeah. killed someone. Is it is is is, is, is Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> trying to reverse the gender now back to a man? Like I have read that. I don't know if, how true that was. I'm sure Sean Hannity said that, and and uh, <laughs> whatever evidence Fox has that all people that transition end up wanting to go back and then kill themselves no i'm sure i've not. seen those those right-wing uh talking points but anyways <laughs> shout out to all the mothers out there shout out to everyone uh my love is with you if you had a rough mother's day and could not celebrate or did not want to celebrate our love is with you as well um but yeah if you guys want to get back to booty holes i'm, I'm down with that as well but uh, well, no. to answer your question if you are dating a woman who is a mother and you've been dating her like if you would get her a birthday gift if y'all are close enough where you get her a birthday gift you could send her flowers for Mother's Day or a card or something like that yeah I think yes. that's cool yeah something like that is. Yeah. So yeah. There's this, I think that's standard though this misconception that you're only supposed to celebrate your own mother on Mother's Day and I'm like mm, no. no I know a lot of mothers though that's tough to make those rounds <clears throat> like chat. everyone like and the group text group like, chat. I oh, hate no. group text holiday shit like that's always been annoying that's to me. whack Mother's Day I kind of understand like but the Thanksgiving like don't text me I texted day. my best friend from college he just had a a, a kid Freddie you guys met him and his wife so like two months in texted her happy first Mother's Day oh that's sweet yeah. uh, it's always it's always cool to see like the first mothers 
like their first Mother's Day, like on Instagram. Yeah. Like it's those they're like really like excited. Like they finally mm. get to get like a happy Mother's Day. And what's funny is the kid can't even really celebrate them as a mother. And we don't even know if she's a good mom yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, trial run. Yeah, well, no, like, don't like, do that. They uh, delivered the baby. Oh, that's oh that, it, that can be offensive. That's to where it stops? Well, that's a good start. That's a great start. Yeah. <laughs> Delivering it is a great start? Yeah. It gets the ball rolling, at least to the, to the, the second, third, rolling. fourth, yeah, and fifth Mother's that, Day. Sometimes that ball, they don't roll no further than that, though. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it stops, like, right there. Like, as soon as they leave the hospital, it's like... The ball goes you, flat. Are you back? <laughs> you in the club, like, two weeks later? Like, what Yeah. Didn't we just say we were not going to bash mothers? No, no, no. We love moms. I love, I love, I love moms. I'm just I saying, like, it's, it's, some, it's some, some out there that they celebrate Mother's Day a little too. It's like, you could, you know what I mean? Like, don't post too much. You guys think Chance did anything? Look at you being Mother's Day policing. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's, some, it's some mothers that you know, you like, yo, come on, yo. Mm. Like, you ain't, you, happy Mother's Day, but that's where it stops. Niggas well, ain't reposting you. I figured it'd be a very, very, very busy day for you. Not in the sense that you think, but some of the women that you put money bags under, I'm sure, posted their mothers, who mm. may have attractive mothers, and in a lot of cases, probably some young mothers still. Mm-hmm. Was there a lot, lot more follow buttons? Did you catch on to like a whole new wave of 40 plus women that you can now put money bags under? Because mm. these, these new chicks, their moms have Instagram. Mm -hmm. My mom has Facebook. Mm -hmm. I'm from that era. Yeah. These chicks now, their mothers have IGs and thousands of followers and OnlyFans. I, fo I but, followed my mom on Facebook uh, like two weeks ago. So no mom money bags. Uh, I mean, <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Flowers and a money bag together. No. Nah, like maybe a combination. Just, just a money bag on the M of Mother's you, you Day? Try yeah. Not to, yeah. You try not to put money bags on the mom's pictures. Like it's, That's where you draw the it line? It can get a little weird. That's where your wait, world has money bags? Why is that weird? weird? Because people make it weird if they see it. They're like, oh, this nigga trying to holler at her mom. It's like, I'm not trying to holler at anybody. But then you can use the same excuse like, oh, if it was a car, I'd put it too. <laughs> you can compare her mom to a car. Like, yeah, that's the car. It's just weird when it's the mom. It's like, it just it just reads a little different. Have you ever put money bags under Bernice's pictures? Who? Of course. That's a grandmother. Oh, yeah, of course. So is, is it not weird there? But Bernice and I are like the same age. Yeah, but I'm sure you probably Damn. ran into Damn. her daughter by accident in the same venue. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you're still putting money bags under her mother's photo. I've, yeah, but I've never put money bags under her photo. I guess. You see what I'm saying? Logic. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Damaris, you speak for all women. But don't have kids. Thank you, Demers. Are you expecting Mother's Day text messages? From, I thought you were about to say, are you expecting? Also, are you expecting? No, I am not expecting. Okay. Congrats. Oh. Thank you. Oh. No, congrats on the not expecting. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. But when, when, when you going to have kids, Damaris? You said what? When you going to have kids? You thinking about it? When would you like to have kids? Y'all going to give me paid paternity leave? Maternity leave? That's what determines if you no, have kids or not? I'm just asking uh, that, you Yeah, that's kids. most. That, that, yeah, a lot of women <laughs> take that into consideration. No, I'm just asking. You don't have a man. Why is the paternity leave a concern? You think I, I was not a slight, and I know you tax, you're not in a relationship. You don't think I have people that, that want to impregnate me? That's not. Wouldn't no. you want to be in a relationship? See, with look what she's like, trying see, to do. Don't, of look course, she's trying to do. Of course, of course, we what know we that there's, there's men out yeah. there that will absolutely. Like, got me no, but up. I'm saying I know you wouldn't want that to be the case. You'd want to be in a relationship. You would want a family. You wouldn't just want a baby, Damaris. So yes, I'm positive there's dudes out here that will absolutely shoot the club. They left me plenty voicemails. And don't do that because I I noticed the timing in which you put out the thirst traps this weekend. You were looking real fertile on that bed. Ew. I know what you were doing. Ew. Ew. You posted you were, a photo on a bed? It was some, it was some, was doing? It was some thirst, thirst trapping that was happening this I weekend. I posted a, pic, a picture from my birthday of last year on my close friends. 
Well, that was the close friends. All right, oh, I thought that was okay. I thought that was for everybody. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, Damaris wanted a kid. You see, no, she no, let, she let kid shit was in the air. It was, it was Mother's Day. Yeah, so kid I thought shit. maybe she was like a anyone that didn't. Do y'all do women? Do y'all feel like that though during Mother's Day? Do y'all get the urge to like have a kid? Damn, yo, I didn't even get the question out. She just like no. Like y'all don't get that. When I read all those, all the men saying, thank you so much for holding it down. You give your blood, sweat and tears and you work so hard. And I just want to thank you on this one day. No, I don't say, you know what? Hmm. Maybe I want this to become my situation. No, I'm all set. No, well, not, not like a single mom, but like. No, they be in relationships still being single moms. That's a whole thing. Yeah, so, so and your relationships being a single mom. Yes. Let's talk about there that. There are plenty of women in relationships being a single mother. So they, they wake have, up. So they have. They somebody. wake up next to their their boyfriend, husband, man, whatever. They wake up. They get up. They get the kids dressed. They get the kids ready. They get the kids to school. They go to work. They come home. They cook dinner for the kids. They do the kids' homework. They get the kids ready for bed. Yes. Well, and okay. it's single well, the man, motherhood. The man is living his soft life. Well, you no, have to respect that. King. <laughs> well, who's paying his soft life? Who's there? paying the bills? Didn't I just say she go to work too? Well, I mean that doesn't mean she's paying the bills. Well, she can go to work and not be paying. I'm sure, bills. she's paying bills. No, I'm just saying. I know she's women, paying something. I know women that go to work and don't pay bills. That's a lot of women. That's yeah. true. But if you if you have a bunch of kids and you're doing all that, you might as well just like be a stay at home mom. Yeah, I mean, I get. It. I mean, most women would want to be a. <laughs> then again, I don't know because as as we get as you like I was really say, get, most women will want to be a what. Like most women would not not mind being stay at home moms like that can just drop the kids off, go to yoga, go get a latte, go shopping, then get back to school to pick up the kids in time to go like take them to soccer practice. That's like most too. most women wouldn't mind that if the bills are paid. If but they, those but see that's that, that stay at home that. momness comes when your kids are like significantly older. Yeah, like five. That six. when you can when your kid for the hours that your kids are at school, you can just go to yoga or get a latte because if your kids are under the age of I want to say what like fourteen you're cleaning the fuck up after them and getting the house back together so that by the time they come home, they can fuck it up again. No, after they're 14, you have to clean up all like the nut rags because they're learning. Yeah, you got to be, shit. you cannot. I think 14 year olds are way nastier, to be honest. Yeah. You would probably take the dirty. Well, it's nasty over. if you have a 14 year old that's not cleaning up behind themselves. My niece is that's oh, eight, nine. Well, clearly uh, her husband won't even dress the, the kids or bring them to school or anything. And I'm not saying that, that like, but, who do you there, think there is are a lot of women who live that life. There are a lot of women who live that life who live with men and they are still single mothers. Well, they should like maybe bring something up like, hey, do you mind like clothing your children or like mm. taking them to school? Like what is the guy doing all day in this specific relationship? If you see me, I understand what you're saying and I'm completely He's on like, I'm quick. I'm quick. <laughs> exactly. Funny. Trying, to flip, quick. trying to make ends meet. <laughs> he, trying to flip, he trying to flip that check. He I'm on quick to open my mouth and like Parlay say what kiss. I need. But a lot of times when you're in a relationship with somebody if you see me struggling with something and this doesn't even have to just be kids this is period if you see me struggling with something and you know something needs to be done why do i have to ask you to do it a lot of people lack that self-awareness though yeah it's pretty common unfortunately it is and but not only that like a lot of the times i think women are in relationships with men that either never were taught that so they don't know and but I do think that you should have that talk. Like if you're doing stuff, everything for the kids, and your man or your boyfriend, husband, whatever is not doing anything, I think that you would have a conversation, right? You would address it with him, like, "Yo, I need some help, like whatever, whatever." Like when I'm getting the kids dressed, you can take them to school, whatever, like something. I mean, it's a fifty-fifty thing. Like it goes both ways. I don't think that a woman should just sit by and just let a man not do anything. That's just absolutely crazy. Well, a lot of men think that that's women's jobs. Like that's your job. No, that's a that's parents. <laughs> that's not you a woman. The, I could see if she's not working and that's. Your agreement like you do that i get ready for work come back 
and vice versa. But she's working too. Yeah, she should probably speak up and be like, hey, you, you have kids here. I have to go to work too. Yeah. I mean, it's always, it's just interesting to see the, uh, you know, the moms on social media that you didn't even know was a mom. I admire that though. I admire when women don't just put their kids on social media oh, like that. Oh, for sure. Like, it's, not, I admire that. it's not that. I admire the women I've been following for a while and then like high school graduation comes around. Not mm -hmm. so much Mother's Day. I'm like, you have an 18 year old? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what blows my mind. Come summertime when their kids are graduating high school. I'm like, you have had a full teenager? No, it's that's that's a real thing. Like a, a girl that I was dating years ago, like we still follow each other on social media. And like I knew her when her kid, like her sons were like, little yeah seeing them now like wait <laughs> that's not the same kid that was like running around in the background on facetime like that's not the same kid that does kind of put things in like weird perspective when you realize how long you've been on twitter yeah because like yeah. facebook per se i pretty much only friended or followed whatever the fuck facebook was of people i knew twitter was the first social media shit that i was like following complete fucking strangers just because their tweets mm -hmm. were funny mm -hmm. but we stayed in contact on twitter and they had a kid year two of Twitter. And now that kid is fucking like 16. And it's like, I've watched your kid grow up from Twitter pictures. Yeah, it's crazy. I've been on this app way too fucking long. And clearly neither of us have changed at all. Like one of her, one of her. <laughs> Our tweets have not changed at all. Like it's, yeah, but it's like one of her sons like graduated college. Yeah. I'm like, I've known you that long. Like so years, one of your kids have graduated college. It's crazy. I found my mom's Instagram. Her, over the weekend. Like a real one or like it's, a Finsta? It's a real Instagram. But the crazy part is Finsta. like she's following me. So I'm like, damn, my mom's following me. I didn't know that. Yeah. Follow her back. She still hasn't accepted my request yet. Wow. She probably, probably not have access. She called me though because I followed her on Instagram. I mean, Facebook like a month ago. Mm. She called me like, yo, I didn't I didn't want to accept it because I didn't know if that was really you. I'm like, well, who is it? That's fair. I mean, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. You don't think you got fake accounts? On Facebook? Yeah. yeah probably. I don't think so. Facebook probably has Facebook. the most fake accounts. <laughs> who, who, is, who, has a, who has time to create a fake Facebook account? A low life. Account? Scammers. Oh, you talking about people on the internet? Scammers. Like, scammers. What are you, like, I just don't understand. What, what would you be doing? I'm not even active on Facebook. Like a fake account. Yeah, but that's like, yo, man, thing. I fuck with your music. Let me play it on the pod for $300. Yeah. 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 You could be getting women's citizenship yeah. based mm -hmm. off money bags. You may not even know it. You should... File your taxes this would, year and see how many dependents you have. I would be I should I would be getting women what? Citizenship. Yeah. Off of being on Facebook? Yeah. yeah. It's true. Watch 90 Day Fiance. It's all there. Listen, as long as that none, don't, don't nothing pop up on my social security number, I wouldn't give a fuck who has a fake account. Mm. Tax said they gotta call your um tax though. Shout out to him. Said they gotta call your money bags into question. Wow. To review. Who gotta call my money bags into question? I did see tax was talking about you on the timeline quite a bit. Uh over the weekend regarding the money bags. Oh, was he? Started out with with credit suggesting that she's not bad unless you've dropped at least 10,000 money bags under her photo. Yeah. Um, and then says, so, so all <laughs> money bags are under investigation for harassment and solici solicitation. Say it's a tough word. It's okay. Say it's it's okay. I can't read. It's a big I'm word for Elmo. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Many of Maul's supporters have stated that these money bags have ended in maestros, <laughs> butter cake, and nightcaps. Others claim they've ended with annoyance and aggressive direct messages from significant others. <laughs> Mm. Okay, to speak comment. to this, please. On Mother's Day weekend. Yeah. yeah that, uh, first of all, shout out to Tax, man. I hope he's in great... Uh, he seems like he's in great spirits. If he's talking about Maestro's butter cake, he's probably, <laughs> he's probably missing that. Those, those are some of his nights, definitely. Um, it's weird with the money bag shit because people... All the, just They just assume that they see uh, the money bags under um, a comment and they take that and think that I'm DMing the girl. And I'm like, 
No. But no, you I, have DM some girl. You do that in hopes she'll no, DM a lot you of, so you don't look like you're... A lot of the times, the women will DM me and they'll be like, oh shit, I got my first money bag. Shit like that. Just funny shit. Or, just yo, what does, what does the money bag represent? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of women just want to know. And I'm just like... I've answered this I don't know how many times Yeah it's already. life, liberty And the pursuit of happiness That's it's fucking just hilarious like, Yo listen Good picture You know I seen you under picture. some single Blessings mothers. and abundance I seen you under some single well, mothers Pictures vacation. Oh yeah Leaving money back Oh yeah, yeah. The Single moms you gotta They deserve the most blessings I was gonna and, say that and, and praise I see you stopped addressing things At, at butter cake And I feel like there's a whole other sentence That you completely ignored there mm. Others yeah. claim They've ended with annoyance And aggressive direct messages I just from said significant the others. DMs I just spoke about that yeah. I don't think no, he's saying in regards direct to you messages from significant others I think you significant be others oh, reached out man. to you oh like boy oh yeah 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 yeah. that's what he suggested oh yeah I've you. had I've had I've had I've had some boyfriends uh DM me at, I usually those I ignore because it's what? like what am I going to say to that well, and I've always wondered what the man that's sending that rela- what do you think is going to happen this is what I'm saying <laughs> you're at the point of your relationship where you have to DM another man on social media about leaving money bags under your girl's picture. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Where are you at, really? You probably in your break it off. Where are you at in your relationship? Yeah. And as a man, for the most part, we think we know men and what responses are going to be. Mm-hmm. Does that guy really think someone's be like, "Oh, my bad, bro. I'll leave your girl alone." <laughs> yeah, I just it, it's it's. He's probably going to screenshot this, send it to her, and now him and your girl are going to laugh at you. That's awkward. That's, and then she's probably gonna like him more. That's yeah. why it's a it's a it's a slippery slope when you uh as a man approach another man about something that he now if I'm under your girl's picture with hard eyes and blowing kisses and things like that, then I can understand. I still don't under like what would that no, but what would that solve? But that it's not that it would solve anything, but that's more so of a direct, like, okay, clearly you are like you have some type of lust in your eyes for my girl. But do do I know this person? No, and that's when it's really nasty. Because like, if it's someone I I really know, I I would hit them like, hey, what what are you doing? Yeah, like, if, that's, you, if you know that's some no, weird no, shit. That's that's that goes without saying. <laughs> but if you I'm know saying, a person, absolutely. But if not, it's kind of like, you know, what I mean, just what. Let's say I even know of them, and don't know them personally. Let's say it's someone of notoriety that I've you know either seen around or know of. I'm still not. What what do I think that's gonna solve? Mm-hmm. He's gonna be like, oh damn, my bad, bro. Didn't look at it that way. <laughs> like, I didn't see it that way. <laughs> like, oh yeah, let me go delete that. Yeah, it's just I don't know, man. People put too do you much. Win, do you win in your ego in that regard? Because that would make my ego feel worse. People just put too much stock into social media, and I get it. That is how a lot of people meet, and how a lot of people get into relationships these days. But I think you just have to do a better job at just understanding like who you're approaching about social media. Like me. It, I'm not trying to talk to your girl, bro. I promise you I'm not. If if Maul does, just just DM him the blicky, just like John Moran. The, war, the, the water gun? Let him know what time it is. Yo, the John, airsoft gun from uh Target. Listen, I've seen I've seen um I saw the 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 video of John Morant came out yesterday, right around the time I think the Celtics game was on. Mm. Um and I thought it was I thought it was fake. I saw John Morant suspended. Uh, he's he's now suspended from all team activities for there's no timetable. They just said he's indefinitely suspended. And then I saw the video, and then I start you know I'm like not again. This 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 has to be old. This is like an old video that popped up. Like this, this can't live, be some baby. new this shit. Live. You mean and you th- thought you you believed his response of taking accountability? I mean, and then I just taking some time away to really understand his faults just, and what he did wrong. Listen, I just thought that 
after everything John Morant went through, he lost, I think, $39 million because he didn't make an all-NBA team, which is probably the direct result of him being suspended. Yeah. Um, you know, I... T- he seems like he comes from a like good a good family, good parents. Uh, me and his dad are around the same age, which is crazy. But he seems like well, he comes money from bags a, under his mother's picture. Wow. No. Okay. His uh his, his family his family looks like they because you know I see a lot of people like oh his dad is is too much of a friend and he's too busy hanging out at the games and kicking it with rappers and things like that like that doesn't mean that his dad is not in the house absolutely cursing Ja the fuck out like what the fuck are you doing like you're gonna blow it you're gonna throw all of this away like stop being stupid stop being uh childish um it's a lot of responsibility that comes when you put the NBA logo on. Uh, then I see people in the comments talking about, yo, but if it's registered and it's a legal gun, then that, listen, man, you can, just because you have a legal gun doesn't mean you flash it and wave it in the camera. Right. Like, that's just stupid. When you are wearing the NBA logo, when you are representing the NBA team, an NBA franchise, there are certain things that you just have to abide by. You cannot be waving a gun on camera. The NBA does not want that. They do not want any of their NBA brands to be affiliated with somebody like that. And I don't know how hard that is to understand. I just don't understand why Ja feels the need to be listening to this music and turning up like he's some gangster and he's some street dude and he's flashing a gun and all of this. It's just corny, dumb shit that's going to cost you your career. You have the world in your hands. You're one of the brightest stars in the NBA. You're one of the best young athletes, best young players in the world. And you are going to throw it all away because you are so busy wanting to be on social media, waving a pistol, trying to seem like you cool, trying to seem like you down with the streets and you can identify with these lyrics that you're rapping. Run around like Epoch. Just cut it. Stop. Because see, what happens is, you know, people say, oh, we're too hard on Jow or it's a legal gun and it's just that. All right. So what happens now when the NBA says, you know what, you are banned from the league? And that's where my stance is. The like, first time, what happens? First time, it was corny to me. It was stupid, but all right, he made a mistake. It happens. It was a really stupid one. He got his punishment. He, he apologized. Is what it is. I think it's cool to move on. People make mistakes. At this point, he deserves anything he gets. I don't care about the Second Amendment. I don't care about any of that. He knows. You cannot flash a gun if you play in the NBA, registered or not. It's just... This is also a bigger issue. If he didn't get that clear message off the first one, if I'm a coach, an owner, run the league, clearly he doesn't listen or understand how serious things can get. Mm -hmm. So we need to get far the fuck away from this kid. Because if he doesn't know after you already got suspended for flashing a gun in a camera not to do it again... What is the next thing John Moran is going to do if he can't get that through his head? This, a simple thing of not being in the car with your mans and flashing a gun on Instagram. It's just, you know what it is, Rory, man? Like, And this is where the difference in us culturally comes in to question a lot. I don't remember ever seeing a white athlete wave a gun in a camera. Maybe it happened. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it didn't. We've seen white athletes get, you know, DUIs. We've seen white athletes get suspended for, you know, illegal, domestic shit, Ill- yeah, domestic shit, illegal substances, whatever thing. Why in our culture do we have to continue to do shit that we know is not good for us? It's not for the better of our career. Like we got it. It's like we want to be accepted so bad, and we want to do all of this dumb shit when it's going to cost us. 
so much. Like, I just don't understand why Ja feels like, you know, listen to NBA Youngboy. Listen to whoever you want. Love the music. Love the coach. All of that. But just understand that there's a certain level of responsibility that comes with you because of who you are, because of what you represent, because of the team that is paying you hundreds of millions of dollars to play basketball. There's certain things that you just cannot engage in. You can't be riding around in the car with your boys waving a gun. That's just something. I don't know how, why that's even so hard to just adhere to and just like, okay, we can't have no guns. Get higher security. If you feel like you need to have a gun on you, higher security. It's not about that. You know it's not about that. I'm just saying if. I'm just, I don't, I don't know what it's about. Yeah. I'm just saying if you feel like you have issues in the streets and you feel like people, I'm wearing all this jewelry and, you know, people might try to run up on me and try to rob me. If you feel like that. Higher security. This is just to be flashy, though. There was a video of a brick carry, baby. Dude, carry a gun if it's if you know how to handle it. If it's, it's legal, you have a license for it. Great. It's, I'm never going to tell someone not to protect themselves if you I, know how to not, handle it. I'm gun. not here to tell John Moran not to Instagram protect. Instagram Live going like this. I'm just saying you listening to you know NBA Young Boy or whoever you're listening to. You know, I know how to, and that's, and and this goes back to a deeper conversation when people try to say that the music doesn't influence behavior. It absolutely does. It does. I didn't know. I, I go back to when I was a kid. I didn't know what a forty ounce was until I listened to Snoop. Same. I didn't know what none of that. I didn't know what chronic. I didn't know a lot of that shit. I didn't know what pills was until I heard Eminem rapping about it. Really, we, that wasn't a part of our culture. I started drinking coffee because I heard Eminem talk about it. This is what Shut I'm saying. The, the music, up. the music directly influences our actions and our behaviors. Because I guarantee you, if John Morant was a big Anita Baker fan, <laughs> he wouldn't be wa- waving no gun in on Instagram Live. If he was listening to Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, if he was listening to, I don't know, any other any other rapper that's not rapping with that message. He would not be and and call it what you want. I'm from the culture. I can speak on it. If he wasn't. If he wasn't so entrenched in these lyrics and in this music, he would not be caught up in this shit. Well, let me ask you, is it also a generational thing? Because the generation above Ja, Gilbert Arenas, had a gun in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Rap, and even he music, wasn't waving it on the camera. I, of course. We definitely know athletes have carried guns before. They've been, caught, they've been caught with them. Plaxico shot himself. Like Athletes have, have carried weapons before. We've never seen... For the most for, that I can remember, an athlete even flashed, like not even Ron Artest right. before Metal World was right. flashing guns and cameras. But we kind of knew what time it was with certain athletes. Is it a generational thing now? Because plenty of kids your age had guns. They just mm-hmm. didn't flash them. Had they had the opportunity to have Instagram Live and be in the generation of now, I think people from your era would be doing this too. My, mine as well. It was just a different time. Rap music wasn't like some, you know, all peachy, everyone love everyone you know, no guns. It was still violent. Listen, Rory. It's just it's a different not, time. No. Yeah, it's yeah, but it's also, it's also, it's also what people are chasing. Like, first of all, you have a young athlete who is clearly having identity issues. Sure. He doesn't know who he is. He mm-hmm. doesn't know who he wants to be. He's just trying to figure it out. He's young. He has all this money. He has all this access. He has all this opportunity. So he's trying to figure it out. But the reason why this is so serious is because we know how this story can unfortunately end. For sure. I know what this 30 for 30 can look like. I know what this story can look like. I know where John Morant could end up if he keeps going down this road. Yeah. It's like, bro, you 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 bring in the energy and you bring in an attention to yourself that is not going to end good for you. 
it's okay to not have no weapons and just be a great athlete, a great basketball player and make millions of dollars and take care of your family and live in nice communities and give back to the community. Like you can still listen to, if you want to turn up to young boy and oh, you can still do all of that, but don't have it to where now you think that you are living these lyrics and you think that you are this person that it's okay to be this great NBA player. I promise you it is. Mm. But you're looking at a young kid that is clearly going to end up in a very bad situation because just two, three months ago, you were suspended for the same thing. And now here you are again, which means you don't give a fuck. And I know how that can be when these young players have a lot of money. You feel like you're untouchable. You feel like the rules don't apply. You feel like you can just pay your way out of any situation. You feel like you're you're bigger than the game. Let me tell you something. There is an NBA draft every year, which means there's somebody else that's coming in, that's playing, that's that's gonna battle you for your spot, that's not gonna be on Instagram waving guns, mm. that's gonna be very marketable for the NBA, that's gonna be this clean cut, great athlete that the NBA loves and wants to market. So now you will click, you will quickly find yourself in a situation where, okay, we gave you how much? 100 and something million, 200 million, we'll take the loss. You're now suspended from the team and definitely don't come back. The NBA will eat that. They'll eat the 200 million with no problem. But you'll be overseas somewhere, you know, and the only time we'll see you is on House of Hoops yeah, or one of these highlight pages on Instagram like, damn, he should still be in the NBA. And don't go to play in Russia and flash a gun. It'd be a little different. But job. this is, and again, this is what I'm saying. It's just, we got to, you know, and I've seen every, a lot of rappers speaking out about it. And I don't want it to seem like, you know, we just jumping on that. But I had to say something because... We know how this story ends. We've seen it with other athletes. We've seen when they go down this road of, you know, alcohol, drugs or whatever and how it ends. This is just Ja going down the road of I clearly want to be somebody I'm not. I clearly mm -hmm. want to, you know, portray this lifestyle that I, I'm not living, that I don't have to be a part of because I want some clout and I want people. I just don't. And that's that's the other thing. I'm trying to figure out why is he doing it? Like, what is the what do you get from waving a gun? On social media, like what does that do? Like, do that? Does that attract the girls? Clout, yeah. Does that make the girls like you more? Does that, nigga? You're Jama Rant. You're making two hundred million dollars. The girls love you already. It has nothing to do with anybody else, as much as he may think it is. That's all validation that he needs from himself. At the end of the day, he pulled the dude who he seen the camera. He pulled the gun he out for the, the camera. Yeah. The gun was chilling, minding its gun ass business. Yeah, he sat up there, saw the camera, and was like, "Look, guys," and his friend. His friend, but, but you know, but you know why? His friend quicker than a nigga with a, a wife and a side bitch. But he you, moved that. But phone you know so why quick? though? Because if you if you look at it, the waving the gun thing, that's part of the aesthetic of the music and the videos now. So subconsciously, he's doing what he's seeing in these videos. Like it's I like he's, I think he's old enough to understand that that's just bro. That's not, a different level of stupid. Yeah. I know little hood I, niggas that have it's, nothing it's, to lose. It's, it's that not when about, they see a camera, they're like, "Yo, what the fuck? You got that gun off from yeah. the camera? You wilding? You want some?" It's not about being. Shit. It's not about being old enough. I just think that Ja is literally he's dealing. It's an identity. It's a huge identity crisis. It's an identity thing. It's like he's still. Because we look at it like, bro, you playing for the Memphis Grizzlies. You got all this money. Like, this is who you are. You're like, th be this. Yeah. But internally, as we've seen a lot of athletes say before, because, see, basketball is so easy for Ja. He can roll out of bed and go in any gym and get 30. Yeah. 
that's easy for him. He doesn't, the, the, we looking at it like you have to train, you have to, you know, treat your body a certain way to go out there and perform. He's looking at it like, nigga, I eat McDonald's, go to sleep, wake up and go get 30. Shit, like, I don't, if he did train. Yeah, like I don't need to work out. So we looking at a kid that this just, basketball comes easy for him. He's just a natural athlete. It's the other things now, though, when you become a product and you become a player for an organization like the NBA, you have to adhere to these. You can't be waving no guns. You can't talk a certain way on social media. You can't portray yourself in public a certain way. These are just, and this is not a, a hard ask. It's like, bro, you just, just put the gun down. Does he have any friends in the NBA? Because he needs to get friends that are but on it's the not, save wing, I'm sure he does. Yeah, but it's not, see, again, uh, you know, because I've seen a lot of people trying to blame, you know, the dad. And listen, I've had people that I directly was next to that was in the same situation. And I'm telling them, like, bro, chill. Like, you can't, you shouldn't be doing that. When you have money and you have more money than somebody that's trying to, like, show you, like, yo, bro, don't move that way. Move this way. Like, stay out of it. Most times, people don't want to hear nothing from somebody when they have more money than them. That's, that's just the ego said, thing. Does he have any friends that are in the NBA? Like, But even if they're in the NBA, they're not him. He's one of the biggest stars in the league. But in yeah. the and same that's where way, the, yes, the yes men culture gets weird because someone could have people that are not yes men around them. They still have to listen to those people. Still have to listen like, to them. You could give your man the best advice ever, tell him he's bugging, he's wild and flat out. He could also respect your opinion. But as soon as he's alone, until he do it. As like, soon as he's alone with that phone <laughs> and that gun. And that gun, it's like once you hit, you know, the the Instagram live button, and I'm not, I'm I'm home, and you, and we, I can talk to you for ten hours and show you every example of why you should not be doing it. And my opinion after you do that is clearly not what you were seeking in any form of advice or validation. Because I mean, maybe eleven year old kids in the suburbs will say Ja's with it, but everyone else across the league and his peers are saying Ja, you look stupid. No one is now like, damn, Ja with it. But in the, I should steal, steal but in the same job. way in which LeBron was able to, and uh, best example, but there's others obviously to take his friends from Akron and he's put them all in places to succeed and do well. Mm-hmm. Why I get it, like not everyone can get to that level, but why is it that Ja? He's obviously close with who he believes that. Let's let's say these are his close friends. Let's yeah. say these are really his guys. Mm-hmm. Get like just do. Th- do the blue, the blueprints there? Like you can no. take them, give them jobs. Let's let's just simplify. Get them out. Let's simplify, it, Julian. Sometimes, if you have to tell someone like John Morant twice not to flash a gun into an Instagram camera, oh, he's idiot. not Rich Paul. Like, no, no, I think you can give everyone the the advice, friends, this, that. <laughs> Sometimes it's so simple to who that person is. Fuck a blueprint. Fuck a system. Fuck advice. If you have to tell someone, and I have a lot of sympathy and empathy for young people that get a lot of money, attention, fame early. I have so much for it. Mistakes, I don't think they should be defined by. Mm -hmm. But certain things that if you have to tell them twice... Maybe they're just that. No, Jaws is a fucking idiot. Like, I don't want isn't... that to get lost, but I do agree with Maul. <laughs> I don't want that to it's get a lost. complete identity crisis. But he wants why... to appeal himself to people he has nothing in common with. But that's why, see, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, as great as, as a player as LeBron is, I always say he's a greater just yeah. person. He's built a fucking because, school. Because he was able to he was able to come from the inner cities of Akron, Ohio, right? And you surround yourself with people, but not only that, he listened to the people around him that he knew cared about him. He listened to the people around him. He empowered them. And he knew early that if we do this thing together, we can go places that no other athlete has gone as far as the business is concerned. 
we can do things and knock down these these barriers that other athletes have not been able to knock down. But it 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 takes for LeBron to listen and to trust the people around him in order for him to become the the player he is, the business mogul that he is, to become the uh, billion dollar athlete that he is. That does not happen if he doesn't listen to the people that have his best interests at heart. The thing with Jai is he can have the right people around him, but is he going to listen to these people? Is he going to actively say, you know what? You're right. I'm done. I'm not doing that. We, I got to carry myself a different way. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't see that in him right now. Not yet, no. But the NBA is full of older players, veterans, even LeBron himself. I don't want to make LeBron have to like take him on as like a, a little brother thing, but the NBA is full of people that are actually from those neighborhoods that Ja wants to be a part of, yep. that actually had to live that life at some point, got out, are living comfortably, and made a career, a life, and put other people, raised their, lo- their level of uh, income as well. Like, he doesn't have to go far to find someone to mm-hmm. connect with. Mm-hmm. So I hope, I don't expect Ja to take initiative, but I hope that there are players in the NBA mm-hmm. that do reach out, not publicly, just like one of the OGs been in the league for like and 10, I'm, 15 but, years. But I'm sure, that, I'm sure they have. Yeah. When, when he got suspended, he sat down with Jalen Rose. And if you know the story of Jalen Rose, he got caught in a crack house when he was getting drafted. Yeah. He got caught literally buying crack in a crack house. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like... Is it a violent thing? No, but it's still a thing that the NBA doesn't want to be a part of. Yeah. And Jalen Rose's career could have went a whole different way had that incident not happened and he learned from it and started conducting himself in a different manner. So you give the interview to Jalen Rose, you sit down one-on-one with him, somebody who was there before you, who was a college collegiate star, who was a, a star in the NBA, who had a, a great career now, he's doing great on television. This is somebody that can show you like, bro, you got to change what you're doing. You got to switch up. Your, your energy, you got to switch up your frequency because the way you head it right now, the NBA don't, bro, it's a draft every year. They will find somebody to start in your position. Yeah, they don't care. The NBA, the, it, one season and the entire league will forget that you ever existed because it's another draft with another young kid that jumps high, that flies high, that's exciting, that's fun to watch. They'll, it, it's it's like the NBA doesn't need you, John Morant. Like you need the NBA. The NBA does not need you. And I think that's an ego thing that a lot of these players have when they feel like they're that good to where oh, I'm indisposable. Like, no, the NBA can't get rid of me. No, I promise you the NBA can and will get rid of you if you keep going down this road. But that's why I think, like, LeBron is a terrible example because he is such a once-in-a-lifetime person when you have that type of athletic talent plus the type of mind off court. Yeah. Like, that's what separates. We've seen, uh, what, what was dude that was uh, above LeBron in high school? They, they put a uh, doc out about him. Lenny Cook? Lenny Cook. Lenny Cook, just as athletic as LeBron, mm-hmm. but drastically different mind states. Mm-hmm. That's like what separates. We've even seen it like with artists too. You've sat with artists in studios that are putting, you know, they're new, they're putting music out, and you're like, oh, I fuck with it. Let me see what, what they're working on. And then you meet them, you're like, oh, that, he's going to go far because of the conversation we had. I yeah. can tell he has a plan, you can see it. a good head on his shoulder. Yeah. It's different. Like he could have played me nothing today, and I could tell he's going to be all right. Yeah. Then there's been times where artists have put out, incredible music and I've met them I'm like damn yeah. I don't think this is going to last very long mm-hmm. just because he yeah. kind of caught a lick with this moment in music the same way some people catch a lick and just being born with amazing athleticism mm-hmm. that can only take you so, so far. far it's everything else it's everything yeah. else away from your talent that's going to keep you there your talent will get you there 
but it's the person that you are, it's your personality, it's, your, it's, your, it's the way you carry yourself, it's your morals and things like that that keep you in that type of environment. And, you know, unfortunately for Ja, one of my favorite players, love watching him, but I just, I know I've seen this movie before and I know how this movie ends and it's unfortunate, but like I said, it's a draft every year. And it'll come two, three years where we look up and be like, yeah, job was really good. <laughs> I don't think he needs a mentor. I think he just needs to listen to Lil Durk and J. Cole all my life mm. to really understand that we got to put the guns down. It's all about the kids. I mean, if, I, it's, if he just would have watched that video, if that video came out one week before, mm. I don't think Ja's flashing that gun in I that I think camera. J. Cole was rapping about, <laughs> like, getting his shit off. So I don't know. How I do still we, didn't see that video. Um, it's, uh, it's, I know I can in, yeah, for this generation. I don't mean that in a bad way. No, I get it. Um, it's a really good record. These records are super important, especially coming from Dirk. And I'm glad that Cole got on a record like this. Um, cause you know, as, as we speak all the time, Dirk and his generation of rappers talk to the young kids. So like Cole and, and my generation of rappers could preach all day about certain stuff. These kids are not necessarily going to listen to them because they look up to the Dirks of the world. So I'm glad Dirk put a record out like this. I don't know if I'm going to listen to it because like the kids on the hook thing is, you know, just not for like me. Not, your thing, not no for like more. me and the whip. Yeah. But I can really appreciate the whip. Dirk especially putting a song out like this and the importance of it. Um, and Cole, Cole naturally got his shit off. I mean, I think Dirk maybe should have put Dojo on this. I think it would have touched the streets mm. a little bit better, but... Mm -hmm. Um, how do we feel about the one Cole bar? I figured that was going to stir up the timeline and it actually kind of didn't. Uh, if you never posted a, a rapper before they pass, don't post. Oh, yeah. Mm. He, of course, is a better bar. Eh. I'm butchering it. Mm -hmm. I disagree, man. Yeah. I, I always find it annoying outside of the obvious when rappers do pass that social media becomes this whole like, he was my favorite rapper, like all this mm -hmm. important shit. It's like, huh? It's like, you, did you even listen to him? He said, if you ain't ever posted a rapper when he was alive, you can't post about him after you get hit. It's simple. It's the principle. Now, I think in a lot of cases that can be true, and I've seen that. And it, it does get kind of annoying and weird and very much like, hey, look at me rather than rest in peace to this person that just passed. Mm -hmm. But I think the amount of people that did not listen to Nipsey or knew Nipsey's message got it after he passed. And I think that had a lot to do with the trend of posting him. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us, of course, listened to Nipsey before mm -hmm. and posted him after. But there was a trend of people, you know, hopping on the, the R.I.P. wave. But I think that spread Nipsey's message and music so much further that, like, that form of clout chasing attention and death is mm -hmm. okay to me. Yeah, I agree. I don't... Uh, I mean, I get Cole was doing a bar and it, it was a clever one. And to his credit, it. he was talking to the media. He said, into the media, thirsty for clicks. And then mm -hmm. he states that's his new rule. So he's not directing it at... Potential fans. Well, media, media, social media is media. Uh, he's no, talking he about like complex. About okay, but, and, but like, even still yeah, social like media. That. Yeah, but like he's talking about the organizations, not the individual listeners. But even with media, I would say that there's a lot of platforms I saw that did not give Nipsey any love and did when he passed, which helped to some degree of getting his message and music out there. I totally get what Cole is saying. There's yeah. so many rappers. And even when he mentioned, like, sometimes the first time I ever hear of a rapper is because there's an RIP on a platform well, that's that didn't what, post them before. That's what I was going to say. A lot of the times, it's it's not that, you know, certain outlets didn't know. 
uh, well, well, actually, that 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 is what it is. A lot of times, a lot of these people just don't know about certain artists and certain people until like an entire, you know, something unfortunately happens. The person passes away. Then you see all these people posting and talking about them. He like, damn, I didn't know who that was. Then you go and listen to the person and 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 and, and hear what they were doing. Like, oh, this person was really talented. Yeah. So sometimes it happens like that, but we do know that for the most part, it's just you know trying to generate clicks, uh, trying to generate you know these hashtags to for everybody to jump behind and then you post a picture that you took of this person or post like a DM or text messages between you and the person. It's just, uh, you know, a lot of things that I think is corny and weird, I just have to accept that maybe that's just the way that this world is now. Like certain things just are what they are. Me, me personally, I would never post text messages with somebody that passed away that was, you know, a celebrity or even a, a regular person in my family. I just would never do that because to me, it, it's personal. Mm-hmm. This person is past now. I want to keep this to myself. Um, I'm not looking to get no clicks. And then when you're looking to get clicks and all of that, then you're leaving yourself open for people to be disrespectful in the comments, which now creates another reaction. Type. It's just you just putting something that's very sentimental and very sensitive into the public timeline to just for people to do and say whatever they want with it. And I just, I stay away from that. But I understand, you know, if people have a picture with an artist that they loved and he passed and they never posted it. And now that the person's passed, this is their way of, you know, paying homage to the person or, you know, paying their respects to the person. I get it. But a lot of the times it is, you know, cloudy and clickbait type of thing. And I just, I, me personally, I can't get behind that. I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead, Roy. I guess I'm just trying not to be the typical negative Nancy that I am when I come in here all the time. Like, I'm trying to, no matter what, it's going to happen. So I'm trying to find the good in that clickbaity clout shit. Because yeah. I found out about rappers after they passed. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. that's simply like that. because, unfortunately, they passed. But it took their music further. And mm-hmm. it got to me. And I was like, oh, wow, this is really dope. Mm-hmm. So I think there is value to it. That's fair. That's what I was going to ask cool. you guys. Actually, are there what rappers, you know, unfortunately, that after they pass you, you found out about them and maybe discovered that you actually like their music? Uh, rappers that passed that I discovered after their passing. Or that you might have known they existed, but you didn't really give them any attention until after they passed, like you really gave them a second listen. Uh, Mo3, uh, Dallas artist I was not very familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, until he unfortunately passed in that very tragic way. Um, I liked his music afterwards and and have kind of did a deep dive into it. Um, Tentacion, I know, is not really a great example because that kid was huge before. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's a good example. But after he passed, just the amount of people that were posting his music, you couldn't get away from it, yeah. obviously. And I was like, holy shit, I had this kid all the way wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, he is extremely talented and was about to be one of one of those ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are just two like quickly off the head. I know, I know X may not really count in that way because he was so big when he passed, and I was just ignorant and unaware. But Mo three, I, I really enjoyed his music, and I was not aware of him until he passed. Um, one artist that I did start listening to more after he passed uh, was Mac Miller. Yeah, but I, I obviously listened to him while he was yeah he was with us. But um, and listening to him after his passing, uh. Like you felt with Triple X, I I realized I'm like, yo, this kid is really, really dope. He was like really talented. Um, 
and another one that I, I didn't realize how many uh, of my record, of my favorite, some of my favorite songs that I like, he was on PNB Rock. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I didn't realize how many of like some of my favorite joints that I listened to, like he's on the hook. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, you know what I mean? I was like, damn, like PNB was really like, you know, a part of some of my my daily listens that I didn't really notice until after he back. Like this is him again on this hook. He's on this. He got a verse on this. Like when we were talking about like in those early verses days, and we were talking about those the. Generation now undercard. Mm-hmm. We had always PMB was a tough act to go against. Like, yeah, he's got a, a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, to your Dolph, point, I listened to, but unfortunately, after he passed, Dolph, I, I went back and listened to more rather than just some of the more popular records. And I was like, "Fuck, this guy's yeah, he could rap. What the fuck?" Yeah. Um. So Cole, I see what you're saying, but I think there is some value. It's going to happen regardless. So let's try to find some type of value, I guess, in rappers passing and people just hopping on the wave to to post them. Dolph was the uh Dolph was one of the artists that um I had a chance to go see at Irvin Plaza and I didn't mm. before he passed. He he had did a show in New York and a few of my boys went and they said the show was dope and that I was really upset that I didn't take that opportunity because I had I'd never seen Dolph perform live. So um he had did uh Irvin Plaza and my boys was like, yo, he killed it. And I was so mad I didn't go and, you know, then unfortunately passed away. So that was like a lesson for me. Like a lot of artists that I like, you know, if I ever get a chance to go see them perform live, like I definitely want to take that the chance to go see them because Dolph passed. That definitely was something that I thought about for a while. Like I had an opportunity to go see him live. Always fucked. I saw him a couple of weeks before he passed. We was in the... Um, Going through TSA together in Atlanta. Yeah, you mentioned that. And I, um, you know, I just gave him a, a salute, like, yo, you know, I fuck with you, things like that, and kept it moving. But I was really upset that I didn't take that opportunity to go see him at Irvin Plaza when I had the chance to. What um, what do you guys say to the people that are calling this Dirk record a little gimmicky? And what happens when the album is very much the complete op- opposite message of what all my life is? Well, I mean, he says he's almost healed. That's the name of the album, right? Which yeah. I think is a brilliant title, by the way. Almost I, healed. I think so it's a really good title. We gotta, we gotta give. Listen, man. If somebody says they're going through something and they're trying to heal and they're trying to change, we gotta give them that grace to say, okay, maybe. This I don't is believe. Dirt. That, by the way, I was just asking, posing a question. No, no, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying to people that may think that. Uh, we don't know. Maybe this is Dirk's way of trying to, you know, portray a different message because, you know, we don't look at it through Dirk's lens sometimes. Like this is somebody that's clearly dealt with. A lot of trauma, a lot of loss. Um, and at some point, just naturally, I'm sure Dirk sits down and f- feels like, you know, something has to change. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to change my life. I have to change, what, you know, the things that I allow, the energy I allow into my life, the, the energy that I put out, the energy that I speak. Um, so, you know, I, I love the title of the album. I can only hope that he stands true to that and he is healing and he is trying to, you know, Portray a different message. I always feel like, cause Dirk has kids, right? Yes, he has. Yeah. He has, he has kids, right? Yeah. So I always feel like when rappers, when their kids are getting a little older, I feel like naturally that causes a change in. I mean, people. Period. Not just artists, but specifically rappers. I feel like if we look at rappers, you know, and just their life and their timeline and their music and their energy over the years, I think we can make a direct correlation that once their kids start becoming of age and start, you know you know, getting older, I think just naturally as just a human, I think that you have to change. Like the things you talked about when you didn't have kids or your kids was really young are just not the same things that you talk about as they get older and as they grow up in this world, because 
you know, now they're going out into the world and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're living in these times and, you know, they're going in these parties where you may be rapping or, or putting out certain energy that's dangerous for your child to be a part of that environment. So I think naturally, I think, you know, as a, as a, as a human, as a decent human, you would want to be like, yo, I got to change. Like my kids, they understand what I'm saying now. They understand the energy. They out there, their, their friends are listening to it. They going to these parties, you know, they're hearing me, you know, come my, my music come through the speakers and I could be putting out an energy that, you know, I just don't want my kids to be a part of or be around or have to live through some of the trauma that I had to live through. Like, And on top of that, like you, you playing with your daughters you playing with your daughters laying out a fucking mink rug playing with blocks and then you go into the studio and you rapping about niggas with glocks i feel like the transition is kind of like you're happy like yeah. you're you have kids running around your house your million dollar home laughing and giggling and then you're going to the studio and attempting to muster up like this gangster persona even though we you know allegedly dirk's life is he, he he's lived his raps he's been Still through a lot playing. of shit but that's not where you uh-huh. are anymore. Even though stuff is still happening to the people that you love, yeah. the people that you're, you're not around, actively entrenched in. You're, it. Yeah, like that's not your life anymore. You're making your fucking kids cereal. You know I mean, hip hop, hip hop. He got to be exhausted though. No. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, Respectfully, like, like the amount of stuff Dirk has gone through is not talked about enough. Listen, mm-hmm. the, the, he is. He has had a lot of tragedy in his life. The the the, the got to be exhausted. As somebody that comes from that same environment, that have seen some of the same things, um. That's lost a brother myself. Uh, you know, it 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 forces you to change. It it changes you. You go through this when you lose when you lose somebody that's close to you due to like gun violence. You, it's 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 weird the amount of emotions you go through. First, you go through, uh, you know, the pain of this person being gone, and you know the hurt, and then you go through this revenge. Yeah, like this mode of revenge and wanting to retaliate and things like that. Then you go through this mode of not wanting to become so attached to people because you feel like that pain of losing somebody that I was so close to at one point, I don't ever want to feel that again. Like if you ever own like, like owning a pet, Mm. it's kind of the same thing. People lose a dog or cat. They say, yo, I'm never going to own a dog again because I don't ever want to feel that pain of losing my pet again. Right. It's the same thing with siblings. So, you know, you go through that, but then you get to a point where you like, I just don't ever want to experience that again. Like, not in that way. I can lose people. That's life. You're going to lose people. But I don't want to lose people like that. Not to gun violence, not to no street shit. So whatever I have to do to, you know, not add to that energy or not, you know, be a part of that is just what I have to do. Like, and, you know, you get to this point where it's like, you know, it, it doesn't mean that I don't care about people that are still going through it. It doesn't mean that I can't identify with people that's going through it, it's just that I can no longer add energy to that because I retaliate. Then what? Mm-hmm. Somebody else's family is going through what I went through, and I yeah. felt. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like it's this cycle that's like we really don't. Life is dope when you really just doing shit. Like when you don't, you know. When you, I remember the first time one of my homeboys like took a vacation, and he came back, and his thing was, "Yo, niggas is really living like this," <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, yo, nah, we got it wrong, bro. Like, what is we doing? And I'm like, but this is why it's important for people to experience these things. Because a lot of the times people coming from these violence, they don't know. They've never been on a vacation. Yeah, it's never, a lack of exposure. Yeah, yeah. They don't, that shit is just movies, videos, Instagram pictures. They don't know that that's real. And until they experience it and see that, yo, this is some people's every day they wake up to this. Mm-hmm. This is their, they live here. 
you know, they have no stress, no worries. It's a different frequency. Like, it's like when you come back from a vacation and you come back to the same environment you lived in, you get that depression mode. Like, yo, it's loud. Motherfuckers is fighting. You start noticing the flaws. Yeah, it's like you just notice it. It's like, yo, what the fuck am I doing? And you don't realize once you're in it, once you're in this environment and in these communities where it's just like, it's violent or it's just like, you know, it's just everybody's on top of each other. And then you go somewhere where you don't see people for 12 hours if you don't want to. Then you're like, damn, like this is a whole different way of living life. And that's why a lot of the times I can't be mad at people for being a part of that shit that they, because that's just what they know. That's yeah. all they're a part of. Like, yeah. And even to that point, I'm sure a lot of Dirk's friends and, you know, the people that he keeps around, Dirk's life can feel like a vacation and then they have to go back to that environment, mm-hmm. which is still keeping Dirk with one foot close to it. Yeah. Because they go on tour with Dirk and it's the greatest shit ever. And then they come back and it's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. that was, I mean, that was for Dirk. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's not back here. I'm yeah. here. Yeah. And that drags Dirk regardless because he doesn't want to, get rid of the people that he's grew up with. So mm-hmm. it's, but that's it's an you, unfortunate cycle in that regard. But that's why you go hard for the people around you. Yeah. Because you say, listen, I'll, as best I can, I want to be able to pull everybody that, you know, I know loved me and cared about me and got me to this point. I want to be able to pull them out of their situations that may be holding them back from being just better people. Which is why I can't understand why this nigga Josh flashing guns in the fucking car. Yeah. But that nigga, you and nigga, you made it. Like you're out. You but don't. But that shows that, that she's not no real hood nigga. Because any real hood nigga, real hood nigga is like a nigga like Dirk, bro. Nobody's gonna sit up there and wanna. You have all this like money just boyfriend. because you're good at something. Yeah, you're good. You're good at something. He's great you're, at something. You're great at something. You mm-hmm. have all this money and you got to fuck up the bag so that you yep. look cute. With the fucking gun on Instagram. Yeah. Like, real, real street niggas is looking at you like, bro, what the clown. fuck are you Can we, fucking Clown shit. Like, Can we actually, I'm glad you brought that up, of bringing people with you and bringing people up. Can we talk about the fantasy of that sometimes, though, and how much that sounds good on paper? And child. you do it, and it ends up being worse than if you didn't. Because when you bring people up with you, you then have to maintain that. Because mm-hmm. for... God willing, life is long. Yeah. And you want to mature, you want to grow, you want to have a wife, you want to have a family. You hope your friends do as well. So yeah, like in your 20s, that shit is cool. We could all live in the crib. We get you out of that environment. Yeah. I'll rap, you help me out where we can. Once you get to like your 30s though, and life wants to change, you can't have your girl and your kids in with your five homeboys. And at some point, things are going to change. Did they get any type of experience or skill where they can have a gig within my company. Mm-hmm. Did they do anything besides hang out? Yeah, we got them out. They mm-hmm. held me down all that, but there's nothing here for you to do at this point. You didn't yeah. take that time to learn or even show where you can add value to this company. Like that's where that whole fantasy gets fucked up. And I feel for people that get accused of not bringing their people up with them when I know they tried. It's like it's back, but- back to that whole thing. You could be the best mentor, but if who you're talking to doesn't want to do shit. It's not your fault. Oh no, it's all up. Let's let's be clear. I can I can pull as much as I want. And as much as I want to, I can try to help as much as I want. Yeah. But you have to want it for yourself too. Like, you know, we keep going back to, you know, LeBron and, and, and Rich and Mav and those guys. You know, Rich went back to school. He got a degree. But again, that's all once that's an anomaly. LeBron's no, life is an anomaly. Even I'm just down saying, to, I'm just saying on Mav your scale, to, not, to Rich, not, yeah. not on LeBron's scale. I'm just saying it's on your too. scale. Like if you have a friend that okay, he has opportunity, he has access. What can I do for me 
what do I need to do for myself to make myself a better piece mm-hmm. in this entire picture for my friend? Like, how can we empower each other? How can we do something? Like, if it means I got to go to school and get a degree for this, so then now we can do this ourselves, I'll do that. If it means that I got to go study how to, you know, run a you know, a, a restaurant or, you know, whatever type of business we're trying to get into, then I need to go study that. I need to get with people that's doing that. Like, you have to do your part as well. Like, your friend that now has this amazing access to, you know, so many different things, they can only do so much. As a, yeah. as a good friend, your job is to now better yourself, right. get some skill, and say, okay, we're going to come together and do this ourselves because... We see where people that just have a degree where they're excelling in that is like, okay, y'all just met my homie when he got the deal. And now y'all are benefiting from it. But like I was the one that was really like with him or her from day one, trying to push them and keeping them in a certain space where it was like they were able to advance and excel in this area. I should be able to do what you're doing. But right? So many people, especially in those environments and that young with rappers making it so young as well. They're they're 19 making all this money and all this fame. Their friends are also 19 yeah. with no experience or even know what the fuck they want to do. Even if you're not from that environment at mm-hmm. 19, you may not know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So they're almost 19 for that whole career. Yeah. Because they've stayed just right there while yeah. their friend continued to grow as an artist. But hey, now I need a digital guy. And all my man's knows, which is fine and appreciate him for it, is to hold me down. That's yeah. his ex- his work experience. So yeah, you could take your friends along with you, but for how long and at what expense? No, bro, that's why I say it, it, go, it goes back to you have to want more yeah. for yourself. I it's what, it's what, simple things you can do. Like if your friend is, you know that your friend, okay, he's he or she is doing some legendary shit right now. Something as simple as just picking up a camera and just filming everything every day yeah. while you're with your, 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 your peoples is something that, you know, that can start something. That's the usual route. A lot yeah, of these that, guys, you look can, at a lot of their close friends, there's just a shooter. That can start. Fire. That like, can, that can start. Gig, like, yeah. I remember Raven, family. Mm-hmm. I remember having the conversation where she told me she wanted to start taking four. And I'm yeah, like, that's fire. Yeah. Do that. And then seeing what she is today and seeing some of her photos being on the Las Vegas strip and being on magazines. And it's like, Yo, here's a girl from the Bronx that literally just said she wanted to become a photographer. She wanted to start taking photos of her friends and people in the industry that was doing cool things. And she had an idea of a series she wanted to create. And I'm like, yo, that's fire. Mm. Years later, look at where she's at. I agree. I forgot what, uh, I know it's such a random reference, but this Aluda song where he said, I, I cleared up all my friends that put my friend through culinary school and now he's my personal chef. To me, that's like yeah. the perfect story, but I... Just don't think it's that common. And then it's not. all these artists, and let's not even put it in like the music world, just people in general get this stain on them that they didn't take like all their friends up with them or their family up with them. It's like, I tried. Like, it's I not, can only do so much. It's not about, and you're not gonna live in my house forever. Like, I have a life right. too. <laughs> it's not about taking all your friends with you, it's mm. about picking the ones that you know want to grow and elevate and they just don't have the access. Mm-hmm. And about giving them that access. Yeah. That's what it's about. Like, you can't just go back to the block and be like, yo, everybody in the building, come on, yo. Like, nah, that's not, <laughs> that's not realistic. You're gonna go broke fast trying to do that. Yeah. But what you do is you pay attention to the ones that you know want it and they want to do great things and they just don't have the access or the reach. And then you provide that access and reach for them.
I mean, but Wayne is one that brings everyone with him. Mm. We went to his show. Mm-hmm. He brings every artist that he has signed and puts them dead in the middle at the peak of his performance. Well, if it's anybody that I'm never mad at uh, introducing us to new artists is Wayne because his track record is unlike anybody else's when it comes to putting out new artists that are going to become megastars. So you give them a chance. Okay, cool. We talked about it. We said we just wouldn't put them in the middle of the set because, you know, we were on this high of hearing all these Wayne nostalgic records and verses and things like that. And then Wayne goes off stage and then out comes an Drizzy artist. Drizzy P, man. He's up next. Yeah, like out yeah. comes an artist that we don't know. We don't know the music. And that's always tough for any artist. Like, you can't, you know, how do you follow a megastar like Wayne, Wayne again? You know what I mean? Like, and then you come out with a record that has a thousand monthly listens on Spotify. Like, well, that's not going to go over well with the with the audience. We don't know. The, not that we don't like him. We don't know him. We don't know if we like him yet. For those that don't know, uh, the same show that Julian Moore and myself saw at the Apollo with Wayne uh, happened in L.A. And for the first time ever, I think New Yorkers look like the more polite people because L.A. booed. I can't call them openers. Wait, did they, they boo mid-roll, They're mid-rolls? They, they just weren't <laughs> cheering for him. There was no reception. Okay, I want to say now I feel whack because we was at the Apollo, legendary for booing. And we we were boo. supposed to boo. Yeah, we didn't boo. Like, I mean, I went I mean? to the bathroom. Yeah, well, that's a polite boo. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Go boo-boo. Um, All right. But, you know. Showing your age. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just like, why would you? Uh, and I get it. Wayne is sharing his platform. Uh, the, the, the theater is, uh, the venue is packed because Wayne is on stage. So he feels like, you know, these are the artists that I'm working with. Let me share the stage with them. Let me give them some light. It's a great, you know, a great act of just being a humble superstar. I get it. But if we don't know the songs, we don't know how to react. We don't know if we should cheer. We don't know the, right. the punchlines. We don't know where the, where the beat drops. We don't know. We just don't know this artist. It's not disrespectful. We're literally listening because we've never heard this song before. And those the live show shit is always tough, like we talked about before to even understand a song sometimes with how they mix the records. It's just not a pleasant way to discover new artists, yeah. especially at that point. So I do this- find it odd though, because Wayne starts his show extremely humble to the fans. I'm only here because of you guys. Let's yeah. have a good time. I I just think it's weird that he would do this to the people he started the show out with. I'm here because of you. Yeah. It's like the DJ and Khaled. We're, and we're here because of you. I'm not saying... I mean, everyone can love everyone. Everyone deserves respect on the stage. I, I get that could be a fairy tale world. People are not there to see these these people, so they may start booing. I know we bring it up all the time. We saw Drake get booed because it wasn't the artist they were looking to go see. So what <laughs> does Wayne think when it comes to, to Alan these Cubas? artists? And he could be very talented, Alan. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, he could have been smoking that shit, but mm-hmm. that still doesn't mean That's fam. you. <laughs> As the headliner, and matter of fact, the only artist that was even on the bill. Like, it wasn't like it's Wayne plus all of them. It's yeah. a little Wayne show. So, he, and, uh, he, he, he ended the show. Yes. He ended the show. Which, uh, as we know, is halfway through. Yeah. We were there. It's the intermission. It's the intermission. So, uh, somebody tweeted, uh, we went to the Little Wayne concert tonight. We waited three hours for him. Then it was lit. It was cool. Then he brought out some of his new artists along with Lil Twist. They was whack. Wayne got mad and canceled the show. I'm still in disbelief like he really did that. That's Why is that disbelief, though? We watched Wayne cancel tell, the show. I would tell, have been, I would, if, he did, if he did that at the Apollo, I would have been surprised. Yeah, canceling a whole show. Wayne told Nikki to not 
do her headlining set at Summer Jam when Nikki was still, I wouldn't say on the come up, obviously she's headlining Summer Jam, but like at the peak, peak of Nikki-dom, Nikki-dom. he said, hey, because Rosenberg said that comment in the parking lot, you should not go on stage. Mm-hmm. She was, I think she was bringing out Lauren Hill. <laughs> yeah. And Wayne was like, nah, it's just, don't do it. He's, he's very much into respect. And if you do not respect him or his people, he will cancel the show. So this isn't out of Wayne's wheelhouse. I do think it's wrong. I thought it was wrong is, when he canceled uh, with the Nikki shit. I understood it, but I thought it was wrong. Rory, I understand what you're saying. This is not disrespect. If I don't know this artist, I don't know this right. music, and I'm not reacting to what I'm hearing, that's not disrespect. It's, it's, a, it's a bad move by as the CEO they should of not Money. Be, yeah. These artists that are new artists that Wayne is has signed, and, uh, and I, I love the fact, again, Wayne's humility is not on question. We know how, sure. how, how much of a humble guy he is. But I think that the artists that are your new, your new talent that are signed to the label, have them open the show. I know it may not, the venue may not be packed. I know you might want to put them in front of a packed house. You know, people don't get to the show at 7.30 if they hear Wayne is going on at 9. People going to get there at 8.30, 8.45. Your opening act should go on before you, though, Wayne. Like, you cannot have them in the middle of the show because, again, it's a high. It's all these nostalgic verses. And, you know, people just love seeing you on stage. And then you go off and then out comes an artist that, again, nobody knows. It's not disrespectful to not clap for that person or not know the song we just don't know who this artist is so to cancel a show because the crowd is not reacting to your artist the way you want them to I, that's just that's and, just not and that's, put them on wrong. the bill like he didn't it was just oh, out of surprise. nowhere it was yeah. like yo I have my family here so in our minds we're like oh shit he's in New York here comes some artists that we're probably familiar with. Yeah, like he sells it as if it's something that's going to be bigger than what it was, and it. Yeah, and he kind of sets them up to fail. Y'all ain't doing the science. Would y'all be talking about Alan Cubis if he didn't stop this? We're shit? not listening to his fucking music after this. I went. You said, well, we, well, I went so to go here a little bit. Oh, you said so. You trying to say Wayne might have did this on purpose? Yeah, y'all not doing people this. Talk. Y'all not doing this. No, science. because no, we gotta because, go viral in this. No, age. no people because people people would have naturally at the show because I went. After the Apollo show, and I went and listened to some Drizzy P, been freestyling on a couple of radio stations. You did, I checked. The, yeah, I checked a couple of his videos. That's why I said he he's not bad. He can he can he can rap, but you just can't call yourself Drizzy P and you're signed to Little Wayne and Wayne signed Drizzy Drake. Like it's just not. It's not a good also to make a viral moment. Yeah, like, nah, but let's not do that. To make make a viral moment, but cancel <laughs> like the show on the your fans. Shows. They just keep the name going. Like that'd be, that's kind of whack. I don't think he was trying to, to make a viral yeah, moment and then to cancel. No, I mean, like I know, Definitely. but I mean, but that can happen though. No, we know. Like, listen, I'm not saying that if Wayne would have came out and said, "Listen, clap for my fucking artist," yeah, da, 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 and then went off the stage and let Allen continue, and then Wayne come back out. That's still a viral moment. Yeah, but he actually ended the show. Yeah, that's why. All right, you were the tour manager of the Rock the Mic tour. Here we go. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Okay. Back, what was the backstage tour? It was called backstage. Hard knock live hard, tour. Hard knock live tour. You were the tour manager. They brought Beans out to do that one verse each show. If they booed Beans, would you have been like, "Yo, Dame Jay, wrap it up, wrap, wrap this shit up, bro"? <laughs> no, but 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 see again, even that. Was, well, Beans probably would have punched somebody in the face. Yeah, but that, but even that was a little different because Beans had a, had a freestyle out that everyone liked. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? So that that was just a little different. And again, I. Wayne is a superstar. He's his his he's humble. You know I, that's not quite. But to end the show because people are not reacting to your artist the way you want them to, that's just 
I, I don't I don't I don't get that. That's just not that's, and, that's a weird move. And you have to know how sensitive those moments are for a new artist. Anytime they hit the stage, it matters so much more. Yeah. So if they're being introduced and it's in a negative light, yeah. That's your set. Like, yes, I understand there's 2,000 people in this room. It'd be great for them to perform, but do it in a way that makes them feel welcome. Don't do it in a way where people are already have an adverse reaction to them because they don't know who this guy is and you were just doing no ceilings. So, like, so it's not that, fair. That's what's you helpful. set them up to fail. That's yeah. what's helpful with openers, at least like when you're the second or third opener. You know, the first one typically is when people are getting drinks or yeah. walking in. Mm -hmm. But that second or third one, what's so important in learning is you have to win the crowd over. Mm hmm. I, to me, this is like setting up for ever. They could be the best artist ever. The Wayne fan is going to sit there like, what the fuck? Bring my favorite artist back. Yeah. And <laughs> like, that's just the opener. You just got to sit there like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. But, and that, and that, again, I, you know, I don't know how many more stops is left on the tour. I don't know what that means moving forward as far as the shows. Uh, maybe fans now feel like, listen, we don't want Wayne to end the show. Let's clap for Allen, even if we don't know this song. But that's mm. whack, too. So Steve yeah, Lacey no, walks so Wayne can run, is what you mm. just said. <laughs> there you go. See how you did the science right I hope, there? Uh, I hope everyone in L.A. gets uh, refunded, though. I don't even think I hope he doesn't say, like, yo, you ate half the meal. We can't refund your check. Yeah, no, nah, that's exactly what that's that's going to happen. They're not getting a refund. No. They're not getting a you refund. You got to taste the food before yeah, you send nah, it back. You ate the potatoes. I want to be refunded if I paid for a Wayne show and halfway through he canceled it. Yeah, if he didn't do he my didn't favorite even perform. song, he didn't wait. No, he no, no that's at, halfway at, through at the Apollo, show. At Apollo, he did one half. It's during the show, and then oh. in the middle of the show, it's like an intermission. But his intermission is he lets his artist uh, touch the stage, and then he comes back. And up. the second half of the show is significantly better than the first half. What the fuck? So they missed yeah. out on the good part. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's tough. But listen, man, uh, he, he's little Wayne. He know what he's doing. I've never sold out a a theater before in my life, so. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we have. Yeah, me. I mean, well, not as a not as a recording artist, not as a. You still sold a lot of the rapper. Just not take a, it. Not as a take the call. We, I mean, we if, record if the this. Crowd, if the crowd wasn't getting hype for like say less and wrote with Rosie and Kaz, like you would have came on, like yo. Get hyped for my niggas or are we not potting? I promise you I would not. Shout out to Cass. Rosie. I promise you I wouldn't even know they weren't getting hyped. I would have been in the fucking dressing room just laying down on the couch. Well, like. they're such close friends of mine. I would have participated in the booze yeah, if I heard that. You would have been like in the crowd? Yeah, hell yeah. If Ooh. they were booing my friends? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're my friends. Yeah, so yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah you got to <laughs> boo your friends. Sometimes you need to boo your friends. Yeah, like, you, actually you let to. them see you. Like, lead yeah. the boo. <laughs> lead like, the boo. Stand on the chair in the middle of the theater. Boo. Like, you say. Actually, say less. Yeah, if your yeah. friends stink, <laughs> if your friends suck, it's okay to say your friends. Well, first of all, they don't at all. No, 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 they don't. And they yeah. actually smoke. We're, we're, smoke not, smoke we're, we're not talking yeah. about we'll say less. Shout out to Come say on. less. We're not talking about don't them. Guess. I'm just saying, like, if I'm Lil Wayne and I have artists that are signed, and the crowd isn't reacting, maybe I don't attack the crowd. Maybe I say, yo, you wasn't you wasn't spitting that shit the way you spit in the studio for me. Right. Pause. Hey, hey yo. Hey yo. Well, sometimes you have to. That's the artists that are signed. Sometimes they. That, oh, wait, yeah, no, hold on, because I just got paused, and I don't know if we can accept it. Did, is that a pause? You wasn't, wasn't spitting like you was spitting like you was spitting in the studio. It was a bit of a reach, but I see. One day we gotta address how much y'all reach for these pauses. Like y'all reach. Yeah, that was a little. Yeah, that was a little reach, right? All right, you're on Reddit. That was a reach. All right, yeah, it is what it is. Does Reddit think we we pause too much? Man, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, they do. All right, we'll pause. They Reddit. do. Okay, yeah. Reddit got it. Clocking my pause game is wild pause. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, yo, are you asking what I'm pausing? Uh, shout out to Jamie Foxx. Uh, continue prayers for him. Uh, we did get an update from his daughter that uh, Jamie Foxx is home recovering. Um, he was playing pickleball uh, last week with his family and friends. So, you know, we was getting a lot of updates throughout the week. Uh, 
they were saying that he was still in the hospital and it was looking, you know, wasn't looking too good for Jamie Foxx, um, which was just scary and just, you know, was giving me anxiety because I was like, man, we, I, we don't want to wake up and hear that Jamie Foxx passed away. Yeah. So um, it's, it's good to hear that um, somebody like his daughter put it out there, not none of these outlets and none of these, you know, mm -hmm. blog sites. His actual daughter updated us and said, uh, Jamie Foxx is home. He's getting better. He's recovering. Good to hear that he's active, playing pickleball, things like that. Um, so continue prayers. Uh, well wishes to him. Um, and yeah, man, because I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I, you know, hearing all the things circulating the, the entire time after we heard Jamie Foxx was in the hospital, I, I'm gonna be honest. I was waiting to wake up and open Instagram and see. Yeah, in peace, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, day for me. yeah. I, yeah. I was, I was anticipating it because we've seen it so many times before with other artists and celebs that we love. And not hearing any updates directly from the family was like a bad sign. It's like uh, maybe they're preparing for. Well, I read what what platform is that? Uh, yeah, so it's uh, again the power of misinformation. The Daily Loud um, apologized for spreading false information that they were led to believe about his condition. Yeah, I read that um, they the family was about to have to make a decision. Yeah, and to me that meant pull the plug or not. Yeah, I was right. like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, listen, I, again, glad that that's no longer a thing. And we have, you know, confirmation from his actual daughter that he is home, recovering, active, you know, just taking his time and getting better and surrounded by his family and his friends. So continue prayers to Jamie Foxx. We love you. We need you. Um, so just, just glad to know you're feeling better. Part, pardon for putting the word journalism into any of this shit, but... Rules need to change the same way laws need to change, constitution needs to change. I understand real journalism protecting sources, but when it's gossipy shit, if you're going to say a source from the family or a friend close, you have to say their name, their full government name and yeah. put a social. Yeah. That needs to happen when it comes to this gossip shit. Because yeah. at this point, a source close to the family, say their name so the family can either jump them or you need to admit that you just made up a source from the family and yeah. put whatever headline you exactly. want. That needs to be actually in law, I feel like, when it comes to this type of Yeah, because when you say source from the family, it's like, what does that even mean? Source and we're all sitting in the living room like... Yeah, like who? Like, so you was <laughs> yeah. definitely on your phone an hour ago. Who you yeah. was talking to? Like, you start doing shit like that. Like, of course, plenty of times it is true that a source from the family reaches out to TMZ or whatever, but they yeah. got to put that name. Like, yeah. That's... I'm with you on that. Stand behind it. Yeah. Who, who? What's, what, who's the story? Mm -hmm. Who said it? All the way down to Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner and their relationship. I want to know who, I want to know if, if Chase B told you this <laughs> to see if it's really legit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think we have, we have voicemails. Yep, yes, baby. Listen, man, this is, this is quickly becoming one of my favorite, you know, just parts of the episodes where we get to just listen to crazy. Voice. I want to hear the crazy shit, Julian. Like, give me, don't, don't give me the, the, the the PC shit. Give me the shit where it's a nigga that's actively running from police, and he uh, decided he decided to call. You want John Moran? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Moran wow. called him. Yeah, yeah. Give me listen. give me that type of shit. Don't give me the you know. Uh, we did this last episode, um, so I'd I'd like to know for the second one where are we at with the baby D feet requests. Uh, what's, what's the count uh, at, at an all time high? It, the more you guys talk about, it, the more yeah. we're gonna get. Yeah. I I actually haven't gotten a foot request yet. Just a lot of dudes like, hey, yo, let me holla at her, and then I'll just delete it. That's how they sound like. How's it go? That's how they sound like. Hey, yo, let me holla at her, and then I yeah. hear like a smoke yeah. detector beeping in the background. Oh yeah, them dudes you delete. That's usually yeah, that's usually their hard home setup. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. let the just delete those out the out the voice. <laughs> and then their PO calls. Uh, to 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 Maul's 
point, I did want to start with a, a salacious voicemail today. Salacious. So again, don't say salacious and then <laughs> yeah. take voicemail. Come on, man. Again, for the record, subscribe to our Patreon. If you leave us a voicemail, you have a chance to hear yourself on air. We're playing these at the end of every episode. So uh, yeah, we have a few fun ones today. All right, let's hear it. <clears throat> Who is this? Let's see. Hey, what's up, you guys? Hope y'all are doing well. My name is Mike. I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota, and I'll try to lay this out as brief as possible. Ew. All right. So um, as Maul would call me, I'm a pansy, or as I like to call <laughs> myself. Never uh, but I have the best female friend who has recently been hooking up with this one guy. So naturally, she shows me his nudes. Um, what? And That's I think not to myself, wow, these pictures look really familiar. So uh, later I get home. I log on to my Grinder account, and yep, there those same pictures are from a guy that I had talked to in the past. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm just wondering, um, do I tell my best friend or just mind my own business? Because I would hate to out someone, but she's also my best friend, and I feel like she should at least know what's up. Uh, but what do you guys think? Let me know. Thanks. They're, they're, ma- they're matching dick pics in a group chat like Clue. All right, so wait. Shut so up. I don't know the name. His name is, is this Mike? Mike. Mike from St. Paul, Minnesota. So Mike from St. Paul, Minnesota is, uh, mm. he's clearly a, 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 a homosexual. He's a gay man, not a pansy, as you would put it. I didn't call him a pansy. I've never, and called, I've actually never heard you call a gay guy a pansy. Ne- only straight guys. Never. But. It's always, I only call straight guys pansies. Um, <laughs> so, which is mad gay. So, <laughs> so Mike is his best friend is dating a guy. Mm. Yeah. And naturally, that's not naturally, Mike. But I understand their relationship. Well, if it's if it's a gay, like if you have a gay bestie, right, Demash, you'll naturally show like you show him a, a nude of one of the dudes. I that's, don't worry about dudes nudes all the time. Wow! 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 In my defense, I had never seen dude's dick when she showed me. Wow. Yeah, you're not logging into Grinder like, wait a minute. Yeah. So so Mike, so Mike from St. Paul, Minnesota. What I would say is, um, if it is your bestie, then you absolutely should tell her that this is a guy that you I don't know if y'all hooked up through Grinder or y'all just like came across each other's account on Grinder, and you know that he's obviously gay. Um, but that if that is your best friend, I think that you are supposed to. Tell. I have a question for Maul. Should Mike go to his friend as a friend mm-hmm. or as a gay man? Both. There, it's different. Listen, if a friend finds out that her friend is messing with a dude that she messed with, as a friend, you go, yo, I mess with dude or dude hit me and like, you know, sent me shit. Like, just want to let you be aware before you get serious. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But going to expose somebody that maybe didn't want to be exposed, is he going against the gay code in the gay community? No, I don't don't think he's going against uh, a code because it's always friend first. It's always my friend first. So, you know, maybe, maybe she's not comfortable. She doesn't want to talk to a guy that's bisexual. Maybe she doesn't want that, but see, this is where the difference is. And double well, standards. Mike, Mike is conflicted. If you were to, if I was to show you a girl in my phone, I wouldn't. And like you to. knew that she hooked up with like a girl, I wouldn't give a fuck. Like I'm like, where's the girl? Like let's all hang. Yeah, out. I don't think it's about the gay part. You know what I mean? Like who gives a fuck? No, but that's not. I mean, 
What I'm saying is it's a double as, standard. Of course, it's a double standard. It's kind of out of hand. Uh, we all know that women pass around dick pics and group chats, and they do not, and all that type of shit, which is a super double standard. Specifically, forbid, specifically to Rory. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they run it by. They the all send it to Rory. Yeah. He's the filter. Yeah. Like, yo, okay, just send them to me. I'll yeah. let you know if it's worse. Wait, wait, you see that real quick? Yeah. It's gotten to a point. I just put a thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah. I don't even, there's no response. Yo, it's, it's, like, it's like Gladiator. I sit yo, here like this, and I'm just yo, like, eh. thumbs up in the dick pic is crazy <laughs> as a heterosexual man. <laughs> I don't know how I got dragged into Mike's issue. <laughs> the marriage is nudes all the time. Like of her, of her, of her uh, suspecting her lovers. I don't know. Her yeah. suspecting lovers I, is hilarious. I, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, absolutely, Mike. You well, should definitely tell your friend that. As a friend, Mike should. But yes. as a gay man, it shouldn't be to go, hey. As a gay man, mind your fucking business. He's on grind. going <laughs> yeah, crazy. Right. Well, how serious are they dating? Like if the friend and them are like really dating and it's a serious relationship. He's sending dick pics. It's kind of serious. No, but I'm saying if they're. If, you saying that after them. Nah. Also, how long ago did he send it? Don't put my business out Also, was it the same dick pic? Right. No, apparently it if was. If his girl and this other guy are like really, really in a relationship and right. say there are a few months in there, it's like real love connection there. Do you feel like you should interject and throw mud into the situation and just let it rock? <laughs> also, how long we can, I feel like that? she shouldn't have sent my dick to anyone if we're in a serious Listen, we can fix this right now. Damaris. <laughs> They're not in it. Yes. Oh, here we if go. If you have a gay best friend. A man? Yes. Yes. Okay. Rory. Rory. You send Rory. him. Yeah. You send him. <laughs> A, a dick pic from a guy you're talking to, dating, whatever. Okay. And would you want him to tell you if this was a gentleman that he was talking to and met on Grinder? Okay, so I think there's a lot of layers to this question because I think there's a big layer that you guys are ignoring. Well, first, first layer is how this. big is it? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> that's first a, layer that's is a big this. Layer. That was the gay, gayest thing. I would Way expect Rory to let me know that because he knows that I don't date bisexual men. Right. Okay. So because he knows that I don't date bisexual men, I would mm. expect for him to let me know that. Now, their situation. I support your be, bigotry. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jeez, well, it sounds like this ahead, woman does not date bisexual men. OK, yeah. From, so from the way so Mike is talking, like she he should like, probably mention it to her. There is yeah. another, yeah, something there's another another layer to this as well. That might not be homie. Homie might be catfishing his home. Oh, OK. Uh, homie yeah. might have been homie might have came across somebody's dick pics. Coming across That's the dick so pics is hilarious. And then saving it and then, <laughs> then putting it on grinder. That's people <laughs> having do, it ready to go. Cat, yeah, like, people catfish like that. Ugh. People catfish like that. For Damn. sure. I had a I had a homegirl. I had a homegirl. I used to, she gave me permission that when dudes ask for my nudes, I could send hers. I would never send mine. What? There are plenty of men who think they have my nudes in it. Are you paying her? They like have my best friends. Like, is there like a monthly subscription or is she just off the string? No, she told me. She's like, just do it. She's just taking like And they're so stupid. And... They don't even notice she has a tattoo. I have no, no tattoos. They're just looking hmm. at the titties. Yeah, well, men yeah. are horny. Like, we, they, don't, yeah. they don't even yeah. notice. I was like, send me a pic. I bet. So, okay, well. But yeah, people get catfished, so she they definitely should be like, hey, just so you know, either this guy's gay or he stole a gay guy's picture. So. Okay. I, I respect that. Well, but, let's not put that on the catfish dick. We Maybe he's straight. Catfish we dick? We don't know if he's gay. <laughs> catfish That's dick. definitely the first time you said catfish dick. It never life. came out of my mouth. Yeah. No. Hey. Pause. I, I think that's what Damaris' point is true. Uh, if he knows that she's not cool with that the bi shit, then you should tell her. But if she is, then what? Do you let it go? Also, yeah. how long ago was that that he saw him, saw him on Grinder? Because so, maybe maybe he did that might, might, Maybe that was yeah. old. Or what? was it? You had it. You had no, it. No, was it him or was it the other DJ? Diplo. 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 Sorry. Mm. Sorry. I hate to put that on David's jacket. Sorry, maybe David, he did a it. Diplo. <laughs> he tried it a couple years ago on Grinder. He ain't really fuck with the sucking dick. So now he back <laughs> so to he women. So he backtracked. Yeah. And I feel like he should be able to change his life without... Yeah. 
Without yeah, but if we're if we're playing by Maul's rules, thing, if we're playing by Maul's rules, <laughs> yeah, you can't. I can't listen, believe man. that you, you don't believe that there are women who don't like that. There are men who don't like sucking dick. Yo, judgment. man, hey, listen, man. No, I he do what you want to do. I hey, don't man. Give a fuck, right? <laughs> Hey man, hey, man. just know, just know that once you suck a dick, listen, man. <laughs> All right. There's no coming back from that. Hey, <laughs> it just is what it is. Like you can't say, "Yo, I suck dick and I ain't really like it," so I'm I'm back over here with the lady. You don't think that's possible? You should have deactivated his grinder. It's just like it's plenty of girls who he was like, "Oh, I like girls," and well, then they went ate pussy and was like, "Mm, too slimy. I don't like it." It could just been a bad box. I just feel like grinder you kind of committed. Yeah, like if you're yeah. on a grinder. Like, like I don't know if that's like but that's how looking, you get your shit off in, in secret. In private, right? Yeah, yeah but you're uh, clearly looking, not. You're your dicks everywhere. Yeah, but you're looking for but gay not men. His face. Like you're looking for t- for gay men. Like you're gay. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're not trying something. You're gay. You're on a gay like social media app. You're gay. We're just gonna. Agree so and you're saying the guys we've given Mike, Mike no advice. <laughs> no, I gave Mike, Mike you advice. You need to tell, tell her. her. Mike, tell Mike, her. Mike, you should tell her. Tell her. Tell her, man. Yeah, I agree. Tell her. Or then call back. Call back. Yeah. yeah, give us an update. I'll look yeah. out for it. Yes, well, that, was, that could be like a cool thruple situation, no? Yeah. I don't know about a thruple. I don't think she. I don't think she wants. But he's, just, he's bisexual, gay. Mike's she's gay. straight. I'm like, like that's you know, a, Mike is gay. Mike's gay. I know. Mike gay. He doesn't want her. Homie is bi. How you know and Mike she gay? is straight. He told us twice. Before he told us, when he called in, I knew that Mike. He, he said, said he, he would consider her, and he called him a hard ass. Before, yeah, he when said he hard said, hard hey, guys, I knew my Mike was gay. The only reason I didn't say Wait, that is because, because he is I gay. Think he, I think he said, as Maul would say, I have never said that, Mike. You've said you pansy, pansy before. you said pansy. Right, Not hard F for, for their sexuality. I've never done that. All right, here. Hey, what's up, you guys? Hope y'all are doing well. My name is Mike. I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota, and I'll try to lay this out as brief as possible. Lay this out. All right. So, My gator is off. I didn't um, get as Maul would call me, I'm a pansy, or as I Just like to call myself. Oh, oh he's uh, uh, I would call damn. myself. Well, he Hard likes head. to be referred to as a. Okay, so can we well, call him? I thought no, he said no. Maul. I would say I, I would never do that, Mike. Okay, it. yeah, Mike. Uh, you should definitely tell your, your best friend. Tell her. All right. Next Mike, one. Mike, is Mike the hussy friend? Mike's the whole friend that you can't date nobody because Mike's been with everybody. Oh, God, we hate that friend. <laughs> like, I know we're here to help Mike out, and he, he thank you for paying well, Patreon. Mike being but, Mike, you might be the whole friend since you could spot a dick out that easy. I mean, that is true. Oh, <laughs> he's a great best friend. You got dick yeah. radar? Yeah. You, dick, need dick them, dick you need them whole home girls because if my whole home girl is like, oh, girl, he was all over me. Oh, I don't even want him. because you. But the whole home girl sometimes lies, and he could have just said hello. Yeah. I had a girl lie on my dick and it traumatized me forever. Oh, okay. Glad you told me. She called you an eight, yeah. No, she told me, she said, a girl actually said we had sex and we never hooked up before. Damn. And a girl that I wanted to have sex with didn't have sex with me because she thought me and that girl had sex before. I was like, I've never touched that girl a day in my life, but whatever. Glad you're at the podium. She, all right. In straight news, our, our next caller has a pretty interesting question. Straight How do you know he's straight? Well, I listened to the message earlier. <laughs> What's down with it? My name Antoine. I'm coming out of New Orleans. You hear me? So let's check it out for me. If you was in a relationship for about eight years, you hear me? And y'all agree to take a break for two weeks. But look, whatever happened during them two weeks, y'all promise each other to never ask each other about it. And y'all can never bring it up in conversation afterwards, you hear me? Yeah, right. But yeah. you find out that your old lady pregnant and then nine months later, she have a whole light-skinned baby, and y'all both dark-skinned. So you take a blood test and find out that baby ain't even yours, you heard me? Man, look, what y'all doing in that situation, son? For real, because, look, I'm ready to crash shop behind it, but I need a, 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 
uh, shit, uh, I need, uh, I need a different perspective. You hear me? So yeah, I appreciate y'all. Whatever advice you can give to a nigga, sounds like a appreciate Mag- Magnolia love story. <laughs> what perspective do you need, bro? Leave, yeah, yeah leave. <laughs> Not your girl no more. Like she had a baby. She got pregnant in two weeks. Two weeks with you. Two it'll first take of all, five minutes to get I don't, pregnant. I don't believe don't any of this. I'll just be quite honest with you, but let's Why have fun not? with it anyway. I just don't think it happened. I don't think it happened either. You're a hater. I think it's a... you a hater. hater. <laughs> what am I hating uh, How does that make him a hater? Life? How do you not believe this, but you believe that's Tucker Carlson on Twitter? Because I think... <laughs> oh, stop, stop, <laughs> stop, right. stop, stop, stop. This is way crazy. more believable. Stop. These callbacks are crazy. New Orleans? This is way more believable coming out of New Orleans. Because <laughs> I think someone that says, you heard me before he speaks... Would have aired shit out if that was the case, and wouldn't have. Oh no, he already it said it. And wouldn't have voicemailed us. No, he, <laughs> he said, said I'm about ready to crash, ready out, to crash out. out. He said I'm ready to crash. And out. I don't like, think that guy is is uh, voicemailing before he crashes out. I um listen, man, that's not your girl. Well, shout uh, out to clearly, Antoine. I clearly, like your, your accent. I hear this one go. She, this nigga, got an eye in the middle of his forehead. I mean, I like. Yeah, as, as long as he has. I love accent. New Orleans. As her gay bestie, I love a good New Orleans accent. I love New Orleans. Oh, accent. Yeah, come take the marriage. Anyway, uh, great. Antoine is his name. Yeah. Antoine, the, the baby ain't yours. <laughs> Damn. Which means the girl ain't yours. Damn. Don't crash out over a girl that's not yours that had a baby within two weeks of y'all having a break after being together eight years. Like, Sorry, Antoine. Clearly, just leave that girl alone, man. How long have y'all been together, Antoine? If y'all eight, been together? Years. eight years, eight, eight years. You so busy, you so busy lusting yeah, over a nigga accent. accent. You're not even hearing what he's saying. He said they was together for eight years and took a two week break. I was in really eight I was, years, I, two weeks. Yeah. It took her to f- fuck up. Fuck up? No, she probably fucked, fucked up before that. All right, but what if that kid becomes an all American and it still ain't your baby? But would you want to? He took a blood test. It's not his Man, he right, well, said that. No, 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 no. Because this shit ain't right. Because what if he'd have got somebody pregnant? They both was fucking around. But he didn't. But, but he they did. both was fucking around. But he okay. did. But, he but didn't. she didn't do anything wrong. Yes, she, she got, got pregnant. pregnant. What are you but talking about? But that's not wrong. That was a mistake. And they both agreed that and they that were never no going to bring it up again. They were taking their two weeks off. They knew both of them was going to go do what they was going to do. They can't bring it up again. So if he's in the hospital, Some things are he can't say anything. Rules. Bro, if your girl leaves you after t- being together eight years and y'all have a two week, whatever you want to call it, break, timeout, hall pass, whatever type of name you want to. And you come back pregnant. So she can go so y'all both can spin the block and go fuck an ex, whatever y'all want to call it. Mm. If she has if a spin kid. spin the block for an ex, go get some new pussy, please. But I'm saying if she if she yeah, has a kid in that moment, come on, fam. Because that's not a two week. That. That's nine months. What now you've broken, you you broken the you bounds met? of two weeks. Because that, that relationship didn't just happen. Because what dude you met within those two weeks that you fucking raw first? Friend? I'm sure that was not that like, hard. Like, what are we talking Have about? Have you ever been to New Orleans? Ma, I'm sure that was not that hard. Yeah, but I, uh, so that's a whole other thing. So now, so now anymore. you with a girl that would fuck a dude that she just met in two weeks raw? All right. Nah. She only I, had two I, weeks. Nah. I feel you on that. She only had two weeks. She has to get a lot nah. done nah. in a short nah. span. Nah. nah. I agree with him. The raw She for the streets, bro. She for the streets. But that's why we're saying it's fucked up. They've been in a relationship for eight fucking years. She's still for the streets. Now she for the fucking And that's how I'm pregnant by another guy. That is the worst mistake. If you make a mistake like that, you for the streets. If I have a baby on you after we were together eight years, and in two weeks, we take a little break, whatever, and I get well, a girl fair, pregnant. She what, probably what, thought what it was she his fucked, baby. What if she fucked on the agreed two weeks but didn't get pregnant? She Is she for the streets or not? Baby? She fucking another nigga raw. Like, what you mean? And it's light skin. You yeah, don't but, know that but that's his baby, but you don't know. If you having unprotected sex with another dude <laughs> while you're in a relationship, you don't know if that's my Even baby. Even if you're having a two-week uh, you know, break. But she, I think she was probably hopeful. See, me, I would have said hopeful. Nah, hopeful. Hope was in my homeroom class. Get out of here. We don't deal with hope. All right. I deal with what is. You a hoe. Get out of here. Take the PE off. She's now, a she's a, now she's a hoe. But don't hurt yeah, her. Yeah, she's a hoe. To don't oh. hurt her. Yeah, don't hurt her. Uh, 
Uh, happy yeah. belated Mother's Day. Wow. <laughs> you would think he celebrated? She's a hoe. I don't think that she's a hoe. I think right, she well, made a mistake. I, I, I think she's a hoe, but she so fucked up. Make mistakes. We know hoes make, make mistakes. A That's a hoe mistake. I'm not saying she's not a hoe. I'm asking, is her having the baby is what makes her the hoe? Is where I'm lost. Oh, no, she's just pro. But if we have an agreed two weeks. No, she doesn't make a hoe. It makes her pro. She's pro-life. Like, fine, you had the two-week break, but letting someone else hit it raw and then get pregnant. And if she didn't get pregnant and still let someone hit it raw, is she still up? Yeah. No, yeah. Right, cool. I'm just making sure having nah. the baby. Yo, what's up with y'all? What is this new really? age generation? What is it? What's wrong with y'all? That's not no new age shit, but it's like she didn't get pregnant. How does the baby least? make her the hoe? There's no way you, you don't think your girl's a hoe if she has unprotected sex with somebody she met within two weeks of you breakup. Don't think, you don't think he's fucking wrong? question. So if she would have protected She was herself, just confused. She wasn't a hoe? No, if she if she protected herself, I'm not saying it's a hoe, but having raw sex with a nigga you met in two weeks. You don't think he was up, fucking raw too? He, that makes him a hoe too. Okay, all right. Fine. So, also the, didn't so have the a lack kid. of condom is what makes her a hoe. That helps. That doesn't make it any better. That Balls adds to the it. kid. Huh? It's the it's having a kid. Well, having I mean, the kid no, is having the, the kid does not make you the hoe. I'm not saying yeah, it makes that's, you a hoe. That's nothing. That makes you really irresponsible. I'm not saying if you have an unprotected sex. After you had a break for two weeks from your eight I year relationship, I think that makes you stupid. I don't think that it makes you stupid. I, I don't are, think it makes two you things stupid. can be true. People, you can be a she stupid was, hoe. She was confused. <laughs> you can be a dumb hoe, stupid hoe, ugly hoe. Hoes is you know you can put other shit in front of it. Why are hoes yeah. always confused? <laughs> no, hoes ain't always confused. There's some hoes that are very fused. They oh, know no, exactly I'm, what the I'm fuck. Very fused. They're confused. But they the dumb hoes. They know exactly what they're doing. That's just very always fused. the whole thing that I've noticed that the always like response to everything. Because I agree, they're not confused. It's no, they was just confused. I was it's confused at the time. Know, it's hoes out here that know exactly what they're doing Man, and Roy, what they when want. When you was hoeing, was you confused? Yeah, Roy. When you were hoeing, you confused. Okay, so why the other hoes can't get the same fucking? Lack of yeah, hoe, whatever. Because I'm saying I was a hoe and I was confused. So you also have to be a hoe and be confused. Mm. Okay, yeah. I like. The oh, I'm not giving. Just, I'm not giving anyone an excuse. A, a Antoine, the, the girl isn't a hoe. Get out of there, she Antoine. Made, not your girl. Get she out of there. Made a mistake. If you choose to stay, don't, don't. You're an idiot. No, he's not. He's don't a fucking stay. idiot. I don't think don't that's not his kid. Stay with a girl that had a baby that ain't yours. You're a fucking idiot. And it's light skin. What are you talking about? If you stay with that girl and you think that you can raise that baby and you're y'all a fucking have a, clown, uh, y'all have a family together. <laughs> hey, Antoine, look at me. You're a fucking clown if you stay with that honk, girl. Honk. The fuck out of here. I'm not staying with no girl that had a baby and raising a kid that ain't. Are you fucking crazy? What's so Go find that nigga that was fucking you. What's so funny is I don't know how in this day and age that could even be retort. Like we could really sit here what? and be like, "Well, do you have to understand they love each other." No, no, leave. You're a fucking idiot if you stay with this girl. Man, Antoine, that's leave. why I miss back in the grandparents' days. Back in the grandparents' days, grandma and grandpa raised motherfucking side baby, and they were stupid too. And that's why their relationships lasted. And at least they tried to make that shit work where your actual sibling became your cousin and no one fucking knew. Man. That's not why their relationships lasted. Yeah. That's there was not, no other sure. there was no but, other but choice. We like, you know, I miss love back in the day. Back in the day, grandpa raised that motherfucking side baby. Man. It ain't say nothing. It ain't treated different Man. either. Grandpa did not know that wasn't his baby. Yeah. Yeah. Eugene Carroll he would did. never. Until he was seven years old and he couldn't do yes, nothing about did. it. Y'all yeah. okay. Leave hey, her. Antoine, leave that girl, man. Leave her, but don't harm her. Yeah, exactly. definitely don't harm her. Yeah, don't that's sucking. That even coming. No, nah, like, just in no. case you say that crash, crash out. energy. Yeah, I thought he was just meant like mentally. No. for himself. No, no, no. no. He's from New Orleans. Just they, you about to kill her? That's an open baby. carry. That's an open I'm carry. Do not and do that. that. Tamaris, <laughs> you should just move on. Yeah, go find a new uh, fused hoe. Get on grinder. Yeah, or have a spite. <laughs> 
No, definitely Antoine, don't if do you want to hit me privately, we could talk about this. Oh, uh, here we go. I know a way you can make. That's it why I, we, I knew this was gonna happen. No, I know. I want him to work. I want him and his family to stay together, man. That's not his kid. What the fuck it's are you talking family, about? Yeah. How is that his family? What do you? That's not his kid. You want him that bad? Y'all don't believe in stepkids? Man, yes, yes of, yo, of course that, I do. I believe in stepkids. If I met you, you had a baby or a different circumstances. If I meet you, you have a kid, and I really like you, we can get it. That's okay. And we could all be family. Yeah, get the but fuck out if, of here. If I'm with you at the hospital, and a baby comes out that I thought was mine that isn't mine, the three of us are not family. I'd be and sick. Also, he didn't even say that. He, <laughs> That's he, another person's he kid. He took a blood Yes, he did, Demaris. Yes, he did. It's not his kid. You want to throw more bait for this hoe? Go ahead. Keep throwing. In the in 336 hours that she was single, she got pregnant and had a kid. Damn, Julie, no math. It's a blessing. She couldn't wait to bust that thing <laughs> over. She knew who that nigga was, too. All babies are. You think so? Absolutely. Oh, no, she, she definitely knew who she, she was. She was talking to that nigga. So she's weeks. fucked no, up. No, that's not true. Because he was like, that's not true. But she knew who she wanted to get a pussy to. But I don't Yeah, she was talking to that nigga. She was telling him, like, yo, as soon as this nigga fucked up, that's what? My two weeks is coming up. Nobody does that. But they didn't fuck up. The shitty thing is they agreed to the two week. It wasn't like. And I bet it was his idea. That's why Antoine was a show idea. She knew exactly who she was going to get. I bet it was Antoine's idea to take that break. That's sick. Imagine it's it not her actions. It sounded like it was her idea. All right, what else do we got? All right, last one. One more, yeah. Got a little more serious. Oh, oh shit. But it's not sad. Wait, more serious than an outside baby? Yeah. Much love to the whole new Rory and Mal crew. Got a question yeah, about my homeboy's love life and how I should broach this topic. <laughs> so, my homeboy had a girlfriend for about two or three years that he broke up with in 2013. Oh, he's spitting. We're about from himself. Boston. She moved up. Uh, to go to Berkeley. She's a singer. Once she moved up, communication started getting funny, started kind of trying to dub him or disrespect him when they were, you know, in public together. So when he broke it off, you know, myself and some of our other close friends, people in his family, we were real sort of relieved and happy. Pandemic comes around, people thinking about their mortality and all that stuff. He starts telling us, oh, you know, I'm talking to old girl, chit chat, and we're going to link up, see what happens, yada, yada, yada. Fast forward to the year after that, 2021, Shorty moves into his apartment, doesn't split rent, brings her dog, which adds to the rent. Then they wind up moving into an apartment in New York. Now they're looking at houses uh, to, you know, buy together in Connecticut. It's only one issue. Homeboy comes from a big, you know, close-knit family that he's always been close to. Now they don't hear from him. They don't see him. Uh, Never wanted to be, I'm sorry, always wanted to be married. Now he doesn't see the point. Never wanted kids. Now he wants a whole pass to love him. You know, not reaching out, not answering text messages. Like I said, moved to the tri-state area. I've been in the tri-state area for four years now. Have not seen this man once. Something is just weird. I'm seeing him this coming weekend, and I wanted to know, how should I broach the topic? Thanks. <clears throat> Rory, you have any advice? Um, yeah, this sounds like a question for Rory. Sounds like why a get out. Why? Yeah, why is this a question for Rory? Because he just that. made a whole bunch of scenarios. You think this is real? I don't think this is that and crazy. Is. From what I followed, he has a friend that just got in a relationship and stopped fucking with him. And, but, and the family. But it's, it's not just affecting his friendship with her. It's affecting his friendship with his family. Yeah, everybody. And everybody. That's happened to me. I wanted yeah, to play this one because this, this stuff's happened to me. This isn't that rare. Like, this happened. Now, this is white culture shit. Y'all do this shit a lot. White boys do this oh, shit. Hey, it's not just white culture. culture. Trust hey. me. Yeah, white boys do this shit a lot. You never have friends disappear on you like that? Yeah. Yeah. Because they, it wasn't because they wanted to have a family and got a girlfriend. It's because they well, went what's, what's this gentleman's name? <laughs> will, will he start out with him? Sorry. Uh, I, I think he's being a my All right, cool. Uh, well, Anonymous, this is actually part of life, and you should probably get used to this. Like, this just tends to happen. And if you want to have that conversation with your friend, 
at lunch, dinner, whatever the fuck y'all do. <clears throat> Say, hey, what's going on? How come you don't reach out to us? And if he says some bullshit, then you move on with your life. And that's about it. I don't think there's any more advice. This is what happens when you get older. Yeah, you fall is... out with friends. Friends go have families. Like the shit. Nah. It's cool if he's not being disrespectful about it and like reaching out. Also, take that as a hint. Like some people, when they don't reply to you, that's them straight up telling you, I- "I'm cool." Yeah, with what I'm right. doing right now. And it could be, you know, he might have a girlfriend that just, you know, she's trying to manipulate him and wants to like pull him away from his friends and his family because she feels like they may feel like she's not worth him being with. She's not a good person. She's not a good girl, maybe. I don't know. But if he is having lunch or dinner with him this weekend or, you know, he's going to talk to him, then just straight up, it's nothing. I wouldn't even order food. I would get straight to the conversation like, yo, what's up with you? And But also, I think that's, I think he's speaking from a, a place of ego and selfishness, to be quite honest. Explain. Did he not say that his friend never wanted to have kids? Now he wants to have kids. Isn't that like a great thing? Maybe he met someone that he now wants to have children no, with. No, like, that speaks to that speaks to he's changing growth. Yeah. yeah, not not <laughs> growth. Yes, but this now you're somebody that me and your family don't even know anymore. You're a completely different person, and it's a direct result of you getting into a relationship with this woman. So they may feel like this woman is completely turning this guy into somebody totally different. Not saying it's a negative thing, mm. but he's tur- she's turning this guy that they know and they love and care about into a completely different person. And they just kind of want to, because I've seen this happen. So it's I understand what he's saying. It's I've like, seen it too. It's like, yo, dog, what's time. up with you? Like, yo, you all right? Like, you ain't, you know what I mean? You're not yourself anymore. But, you know, maybe it's him, growth. He's just changing into a better person. He didn't want kids. Now he wants a bunch of them. I understand it, but I need his, to, his question was, how does he approach the conversation? Well, I also do need, need more information. How old are they? Like, right. if you don't know this 20-year-old kid and now, like, he met a girl and is growing, yeah. <laughs> that's, then it's weird. I mean, if he's, like, 40, But I, I mean, guess, cutting, but, off, cutting, yeah, off, cutting off communication is the thing where I guess he's like, yo, like... This has happened you to You moved me to the same a city? A few times, and I... I yeah, but when it your sucks, friend, but it just kind of is what it is. But he's but saying it, he's not talking to his family either. Like that's what I'm saying. That's, just, that's, that's concerning. It's deeper yes. than just a friend. That's I'm telling you. That's who's his family? What if his family was shitty and he finally he found he's somebody? Super, listen to the thing. Okay, he said he's cool. super what close if they, with his what family. What if they weren't? He literally cool. says he is very close with his family and hasn't spoken to them either. That's a problem. That and means, this girl, I'm, I'm he obviously isn't a fan of the girl. But he's saying, like, there's evidence of course, to prove that she's controlling. She's moved into the house. That's what it is. Because like, he they, invited her to move into the house. And he's paying rent alone. He's having, people, let me tell you something. He, that man is having the time of his life. He love that girl. So anybody else who has, like, an issue with it, like, y'all have to work it out. He don't want to hang with y'all because he's hanging with her. He's paying her bills. And if also, if he's wait, paying her bills, she's not paying any rent. He said, he okay. said it. He said, it. If, he talked for like 15 minutes. It was hard to keep up with the story. If he, he switched years. If he is paying, if he's paying her bill, he did tell a story a little weird. But if was, he's paying so her lost. bills and enjoying that, lost. what I'm guessing is that he also was probably financially enabling his friends and his family, too. And it seems that Shorty came around to him and the money and all of his attention and other people are not enjoying that that is that's what i'm hearing from this because when i hear oh, <laughs> that's what you hear from that, that? yeah no because i've seen that happen Man, i'm hearing the bitch turned this nigga out licked his ass a couple times and now he cut off his mother his father his best friends he don't want to talk to none of them turned the nigga out no guys i, I really think mom's right turned him out <laughs> she turned it she, she this nigga's a trick 
And he left. Wait, wait, but this he my thing. Now? He's happy. Listen. So why the fuck? Just because he's not giving y'all attention no more, y'all feel entitled to. Oh, he doesn't Demaris, talk to us it's anymore. It's weird when you cut your family off, your friends brown. off, and you get in a relationship. What, I, That's what I'm saying ball. is this: his family is not the one leaving this voicemail. This is one of his friends. You don't know. You could think that I'm super close to my family, but you don't know the inner workings of my family, and you don't know the type it's of piece that this very person. Weird to completely you're cut missing your family my off. point. If you do not know how me and my family get down, and what you see was, oh, you were really close with your family, and now you don't talk to them anymore. You don't know the inner workings of my family until you talk to me about it. And I know mad people close to their family that hate that hate their, their families. families. But what I'm saying is when you get in a that's fine. But if you if you get in a relationship with somebody and completely cut your friends and your family off, you're weird because now guess what's going to happen? She leaves you. Mm-hmm. Who are you running back to? Cuz I've been in that situation. Mm-hmm. That's corny. You don't okay, just but cut you guys- your friends and your family off because you don't found a girl that's turning you out and you having fun and all. So we don't know if that's why he cut his family off. That's we exactly and, why he and cut his family to off. to answer his question, approach that dinner, meetup, whatever the fuck it is, with an open mind. Like to ask just what's going on. No, that's what I said. Like you just a completely open mind. No, if not you, If you thinking, having dinner with him, just ask the question. You're like, yo, what's up, man? What you been doing? What's going on? Your family ain't speak to you. I haven't spoken to you. You've been living in the same city as me for four years. Our first time hanging out. Like, what the fuck is going on? And I've been in that situation and also had this meetup that he's talking about where the person was like, nah, you're right. Like, I just was focusing on other stuff. Like, we got to get back in contact. I've just... And then nothing changed. It never changed. Nothing changed it'll, at all. It'll never So change. I'm telling my advice to him is to go with an open mind, try to get as much information as you can, be empathetic as a friend but don't expect shit leaving that no it's not like he meeting just, it's like, not like he just wants some answers to you know like yo what's going on i don't think he it doesn't sound like he wants like to come out of it with feeling like okay we're back to, like the band is back together type of thing he just really wants to know like yo what's up with you like yo what's going on like you know mm-hmm. but again i i've been through that and most of the time it's the woman that's just manipulating and controlling the dude or vice versa and it's just like, yo, they caught up in a relationship where she wants to or he wants to cut off all friends and family because they want to control everything. And most times people like that are fucked up people to be with. So be careful. I've been on both sides. I've been like I've been the friend and I've also been the person who disappeared once they got in a relationship. Because I don't even I don't. <clears throat> here's why that's weird to me. I don't like any girl enough to cut off my family and friends and not kick it to like at, at some point I'm like yo no you don't got no friends to go hang out I don't want to see you 24-7 every day but oh, they I, also I, I you have to agree. understand they moved they don't live she don't live around his family yeah but his friend lives here in New York and he hasn't seen him in four years if yeah, I move to a city where one of my boys lives and me and my girl live in the city now I, it's not gonna be four years before me and homie hang out I'm at that nigga crib every weekend watching the game he sound like he like that's more his friend than the other than the opposite have you ever had this situation uh, where you're talking to a girl for a little while and you're like, yo, you should go out with your friends. You ain't seen them in a minute. Like, you know, in the beginning stages especially, like mm-hmm. you spend a lot of time with each other. And she's like, nah, like they just do like a lot of stuff that like I can't really do anymore. I can't really go out with them anymore. Yep. And then you start thinking like, the fuck was y'all hoes doing? Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Why you can't just go meet up with yeah. your friends Why now that you're in a relationship? Yeah, right? weird. Exactly. What? Like, what? what y'all was doing? Like, what you what you running from? Why like, you have not seen your friends running so from? Like, Wait, what you running from? Like, yeah. Why you don't want to hang out with the... Why it ain't girls night no more now that we're in a relationship? Yeah. Like, what you running from? They at the same spots. I've seen IG story. <laughs> Whole shit. That is a red flag, though. When it's you a super red flag. Of course Or you're talking to a girl and she can't... I hate dudes like that. I I like when you cut off all I'm not saying we gotta 
be at the crib every night. Like it ain't got to be that yeah, at all. I don't want to see friends. anybody every night. Have you confronted but, your friends? I have. I do it all the time. If my friend just started dating a girl and he's like just whack and just fucking just destroys our dynamic, like the guy's dynamic, I will call him out. Because you're the hoe friend and he's not the hoe he's friend. He's wholesome. Yeah. Julia's not the hoe friend. Not like, the whole friend. It's corny, bro. It's like, bro, we can get know, lunch. It's corny because it's like, yo, bro, if this girl does something and y'all break up, don't try to run back, yo. What we That's doing friendship, tonight? Yo, get out of here. He should be able to run back. Nah, to you. you on probation. You on friend probation. <laughs> probation is fine. You on friend probation. Okay. That's what it is. Like it you on probation. That's fine. How deep in the relationship is because in the beginning of the relationship or when you first start dating, yeah, there's that whole we're wrapped up in each other thing. But I feel like that fizzles out like a of little bit after does. the first six months. So after the first like six months, if you still not seeing this nigga, and then it turns into a year, you still not seeing. I'm not giving you four six years. months to go ghost on me. Fuck that. Yeah. If four you're my years. friend, we're hanging. Four out. years. He's been in the same city with his friend. See, I think that that's what you got to understand. Pandemic traffic. The train's been crazy. <laughs> Four years. <laughs> the phone ringing. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, we reached that time of year, Rory, where we got to put on our black suits and, you know, say our prayers and condolences to New York Knicks. No, this is the latest in the year it's ever been. Well, yeah, this is usually a funeral is a lot. Yeah, it's not, it's not that time of year. This is actually nice. It's, it's usually a little chillier out. It was a little, delayed funeral. Yeah, this was a this was delayed. Felt like a repass almost. Yeah. Um, but shout out to the Knicks, man. I said it. I said, uh, you know, even if they didn't force a game seven or get past the Miami Heat, the fact that they did, did win two games in the series, they didn't get eliminated at the Garden, I felt like was a success for them. Great season. Uh, with a love for my guy Julius to play better, shoot the ball better. Um, but, you know. It is what it is. It's this Miami Heat, great defensive team with uh, Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler, Bam, you know, great coach. It is what it is. But shout out to the Knicks. Shout out to the Knicks fans. Uh, I've seen them ripping Julian's, Julius's poster off the wall, stomping it. I'm like, damn, man. That's, that hurt, man. It's my guy, man. Don't do him like that. I mean, of course, he didn't play his best in this last series, but Julius had a great season and, and why we're here. Outside of Brunson has to do with a lot of Julius's play. You can roll your eyes, Julian, but you know Julius showed up for the season. Like he did. We, we were in the position we were in we because be here without Brunson. Listen, fifteen. No, wait, I, who's who's saying otherwise? I'm saying besides Brunson. I'm saying like fifteen and eleven. I mean, you know, any other game that would have been a great game for somebody, but you know, he struggled. Yeah, but he's all NBA. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the three playoffs. For Fourteen. Though. It's I mean, it's the playoffs. It happens. You have bad games. Jason Tatum had a terrible game against the Sixers a few day, games ago and had 51 in the elimination game. So, I mean, it happens. It's the playoffs. Bad games happen. Um, but overall, the season was a success for the yeah. Knicks. I think this was a great season. I think it's a lot for them to build on. I think that they're now in the talks of being one of the teams in the East that teams are going to have to go through. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they're one piece away from really jumping the, you know, that hurt on getting to the the conference finals. Um Jalen Brunson is is absolutely one of my favorite players to watch right now. I think that uh you know he he's got that old school game, but um you know that lefty lefty point guards are always fun to watch. Um, so yeah, shout out to the Knicks, man. Great year. I don't I don't I don't if I'm a Knicks fan and the Knicks organization, I don't take this year as a as a loss. I don't um I, I take it into the summer and you know build on it because the Knicks do have they have their their pieces in play to where they will be uh, tough in the East for the next few years. So shout out to the Knicks. Uh, shout out to Miami Heat, though, being a seven seed playing, going from the play-in tournament to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Um, yeah, but they probably didn't need to be that seed. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, but that's just how it fell. You yeah, know, that's how the record fell. So shout out to the to the Miami Heat on their way to the Eastern Conference Finals once again. I think it was a great season. Uh, the off season will determine how I feel about the Knicks organization. Gotta be. I, I finally feel happy as a Knicks fan for the first time. Yeah, but they might they might fuck up the off season. For all I know, this season was just another one of those like. No, nah, I think oh, they, maybe we'll be alright moving forward. No, nah, I think I think I think they will be. I, I know Knicks fans are y'all have that thing where y'all just never want to get too excited and look forward to the future. But that's to protect our own mental health. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But um, no, I think that this Knicks team is um. I think that they're going to be good for the next few years, definitely for sure. I think they have their pieces locked in, and now they just have to build on that moving forward. So it's going to be fun to watch them uh, next year and how they build and move into hopefully another great playoff run. Uh, shout out to the the Warriors. Uh, Why the Lakers. shout out they lost? Well, I mean, shout out to them they lost, but they're the defending champions, so they're, you know their season is over. Uh, shout out to the Lakers. I didn't think that AD was going to stay healthy this long and play good this long, um, but I'm glad to see that he is. Uh, the next round should be fun to watch. Healthy Joker, healthy AD. It should be interesting. It yeah. should definitely be fun to watch. Uh, I, I got the Lakers winning in seven. I got them beating the Nuggets in seven. But interesting. Um, I don't. I don't. But I, I got them. Uh, anytime you got LeBron, um, and then you got you know good pieces around him, and then you got a healthy AD. I got to just think that, you know, the the Denver Nuggets are a great team. Jokic is a great player, but I just think that experience in these games now, and we talk about the Western Conference Finals, comes into play. And LeBron James has more experience than anybody in this uh in this in this this matchup. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Lakers in this one. I got it going seven games, though. I think it is gonna go to full seven. So who are you rooting for uh in the East? Boston. Mm. I don't particularly care. I would love to see the Lakers in Boston in the finals again. I like the Heat team, even though they beat the Knicks. I'm, I'm going to root for the Heat. I'm, I'm like for the Heat. The Heat, the heat are a fun team. Like, I'm, yeah. I fuck with the Heat. I mean, I, I fuck with Tatum and Jalen Brown. I, I think Jalen Brown is super underrated. Fuck Boston. I think, I mean, well, fuck Boston, yeah. But yeah. I just think that Jalen Brown is super underrated. Uh, Tatum, obviously, is a, is a star. But um, I just, I think that it would be... More exciting to see Lakers in Boston in the finals. Okay, say that that's what Miami Heat have a four percent chance of winning that series. I would only want to see Heat versus the Lakers or Boston versus the Lakers. The league wants. I mean, just because Boston Lakers is just such like we the know the history of that. that. Yeah, so right. But I and I, I want to see it because I, I'll never forget. Uh, Other than that, I want the Nuggets like to win it all. Fuck the Nuggets. I, they're a fun team to watch, too. Who wants Ooh. the Nuggets to win it all? You want Who the Nuggets? The about we Denver saw Nuggets. them live in, in Dallas. I have a, we were a connection. Like, I have a connection fuck? with them yeah, now. Yeah, but we were in Dallas, not Denver. What the oh, fuck they, were playing, they were playing. The yeah, but Jokic wasn't playing. He was rooting for the Nuggets? Uh, I wasn't rooting for anyone when we went to the Dallas game. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, I can understand if, if this was Dallas. You'd be like, oh, I went to so I was rooting for, for Maul to get out there safely after the halftime show. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I want to see Lakers in Boston uh, only because uh, I, I remember when Jason Tatum dunked on LeBron his rookie year when Boston played Cleveland. That was hard. And the way he yelled at LeBron, it was kind of like, yo, this kid is kind of crazy. He's a rookie. He need to slow down. But now seeing the player that he is. I think that he wants that matchup, so I think I think that'll be fun to watch. So I'm, you don't I'm think with Lakers, Boston. Heat Nuggets would be a no, an okay finals. Heat Nuggets, yeah. If you look at the other, whatever the lowest percentage would be, I don't want to see that shit. I think okay. the Nuggets would beat the shit out of 
Miami. Um, I think the league would would milk the Celtics Lakers like you would not believe. Oh, it, oh, it yeah, would be the exactly. biggest spectacle. Oh, they're gonna bring Larry Bird to them court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it they're would, gonna it bring would be out crazy. Which would be fun. Celtics. Oh, they're gonna bring out all the old Lakers. Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they. This is this is the one you want to see. You want to see Lakers Boston, um, and I hopefully we do get that. But I think it'll be fun either way. Both of these conference finals. Will be fun to watch. I see everybody saying, "Oh, stop saying the bubble was a fluke," because these are the same four teams that were in the conference finals during the bubble. It, that was three years ago. Different it's teams, totally different rosters. Like it's no, no. This is this is not even the same. It's the same teams, but it's not the same teams. Yeah. Uh, last time Lakers Boston's played in the finals was 2010, and uh, Kobe did his thing. <laughs> but they Kobe played. They played a few times within that era, though. No. Yeah. And the Celtics had the big three and. No, that they Kobe's Lakers. They they played not in the finals. Once, that right? was the last time they played in the finals. They went back to back. Those I think they went 09 in 2010. 2008. Okay, they played in the finals. Okay, uh, that Boston Celtics. Yeah, think. so 08 and 2010. Yeah, I felt like yeah. there was some yeah. overlap with with those teams. It's um that game. Uh, speaking of struggling, a uh, Kobe struggled that last game, but he he went out and um I think he grabbed like 16 to 17 rebounds. Like he wasn't shooting it well. I think I remember that he wasn't shooting well. But uh, he went out there and he grabbed a, a, a bunch of rebounds and and Artest definitely you know Artest hit the last shot to to, yeah. to seal the game. But um, that was a fun series to watch too. But uh, yeah, man. Hopefully uh, we get Lakers Boston. Hopefully Lakers. But again, we got to slow down, get past Denver first because you can't just you know they're the number one seed, so they not somebody to just gloss over and just kind of skip over the fact that you know you got to play them and beat them. So it, it'll be fun to watch Jokic and a uh, healthy Anthony Davis. So. Let's enjoy that. Shout out to the Knicks, though, man. Great year. Build on it this summer and uh, get back next year and fucking get to the conference finals. For sure. Um, Brittany Griner had a, her return preseason game. Um, I'm going to be watching every one of her games as the American that I am. Yeah, the Patriot that you are. Patriot. I, I have to make sure that uh, Mark. this trade was was worth it. Yeah. She's got to go double-double if we, we got her for the Merchant of Death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Average double double at yeah. least. No, she has to. She has to win MVP this year. Yeah. D- does a double double average equal one nuke? Uh, Shut it the helps. Fuck I don't know, if it, but it helps. It's like <laughs> we traded you for the Merchant of Death, um, so you better go out here and kill everybody this season. So and wow. I think I'm being, I think I'm being really liberal about it by saying double double. You you might need to surpass anything Russell Westbrook did with averaging a triple double. <laughs> If we're trading you for the merchant of death, yeah, and you didn't need, you did not need to be there. I totally understand that, but yeah. All jokes Damn. aside, though, we ten happy points, three boards. That's preseason. preseason. She played seventeen minutes. We, I'm not counting. There's no preseason in uh, world fucking dominance and fireworks. Yeah, sure, it is. <laughs> There's no preseason. There's no preseason in genocide. She didn't tell them niggas to trade her for the merchant of death. That's they true. That she sure didn't tell them not to make the trade. <laughs> you know, she, she wasn't there like, oh, oh, guys. I mean, I know I'm glad to see y'all love me and want me back in America, but this guy is dangerous and should stay in, in prison. She didn't say that either. So, but no, all jokes aside, we are happy that Brittany Griner is home and uh, she's back to, uh, playing basketball. Um, and hopefully, she does have a great year. Um, and the Mercury win another one. Did you guys see the statement she made? This is just randomly talking about her. Made me think of this. She said uh, she's becoming like a trans um, activist in terms of sports. It's been like a hot button topic. Obviously, don't say hot button to me. <laughs> a hot topic in sports whether or not topic to me. trans uh men that are now females can compete in women's sports and she yeah, has I, she's vocally said she's all for it and has been an advocate about it and it's yeah, I saw, got I a lot saw, of people mad i saw that statement and um again people think what you want but you don't want your daughter to 
get into sports and be competing against a born male athlete, especially if it's a physical contact sport. You, you nobody sees you. Nobody want that. Like nobody, nobody wants it a, that. It was, it was a film. Also a comedy film. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like nobody, nobody wants that. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see fucking you know my fucking daughter get ran over by a a born male. Like you don't, you don't want that. Like. Women should compete in women's sports. Men should compete in men's sports. That's it. People be so busy trying to say the right thing. You know, I ain't even... And no, I also feel like weed should not be traded for all the firearms in the world. Fair. Weed, you said? Yep. Two things can be true. That's Two true. things can be true. Two things can be true. Yeah. Um, what you got going on for the rest of the week, man? Uh, I'm around. You know, I'm in these streets. I'll be in uh, LA next week, so trying to get a lot done. Woo. But I'll be outside. Gang, gang, we outside. LA, we LA. Outside. LA squad. Uh, I was gonna say at the beginning of the episode, but I'll say it the next one. I you know got some music coming in the next two weeks. I'm happy about that, man. So, uh, the album is the album is great. I'm I'm excited for people to finally get it. I know they've been waiting for it. Be some stuff on Friday as well. On. Yeah. So, you know, you'll get that, and I'll do my proper promo. But we can save it for the end of the episode. All right, cool. Uh, so we'll be back in a couple of days to kick it with y'all. Hopefully, y'all enjoy the week. Um, be safe out there. Be blessed. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. Peace. No, Warrior, no.